Hey, it's Ice Bane with Role Playing Public Radio. We're playing Delta Green today for RPP or Actual Play. This scenario is called Puppet Shows and Shadow Plays by Adam Scott Glancy. Uh, it was originally published in the original Delta Green uh, Call of Cthulhu campaign setting book back in the 90s, but it has been it is being republished now for Delta Green, the standalone role-playing game, and it has been rewritten. It has been revised, and... Uh, as someone who is actually uh, re- ran the original version way back then, uh, I'm quite interested to see uh, how the new version uh, works just, today. Uh, you just see yeah. Ross crumbling into dust before our eyes. Ah, yeah. Well, yeah, this scenario takes place in 1994 in late July. Uh, it does not give a specific date, but it is summer uh, in Arizona. Uh, and as we begin, we have two FBI agents and an FBI medical examiner heading into, uh, well, we'll have, a, we'll do a brief vignette of them, uh, uh, in the car, uh, and talking about the case, uh, about the devil's highway case, and they can introduce the characters and then we'll do the briefing, um, in San Carlos, uh, Arizona. And, uh, so first off we have a, uh, guest, uh, V, uh please introduce yourself and your character uh, hi guys uh i'm v from queen's court games uh and i'm playing dr christina lambert uh she's a she's a genius with a strong stomach but she's very very closed off and um she's not very charismatic and she's kind of awkward uh but you know what she gets the job done so that's why she's here <laughs> great and uh do you have anything you'd like to to mention to our listeners Oh gosh. Um yeah, uh if you if you like Delta Green, come check out Queen's Court Games, I guess, cuz we mm-hmm. also play Delta Green but in a very different way than Roleplay Public Radio does. Um we play much longer games uh than, <laughs> than RPPR tends to. Um a lot of a lot of a lot of long drawn out things. Uh Convergence is kind of our uh one of our favorite ones around Queen's Court Games. Uh It's a great it's a classic scenario. Yeah. It is. It is and it is so so good and we have uh we had the the Cardinals, it took folks a little bit to get that, but all of our agents were, uh, it was Agent North, uh, Agent Sutherland, uh, Dr. West, and then um, Agent uh, Eastman. So, <laughs> Got to be aware of anyone named Dr. West. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, Is there a lot of dead cats around? Oh, no. Uh, so next up, yeah, we have Thad. Ah, it's me. Hello. Intermittent RPPR person Thad here. Um, I'm... <laughs> playing in this game and i'm playing as fbi agent uh this is i'm not changing the name from the pre-gen document i'm, I'm just sticking with torian sobolski uh so <laughs> that is Sobolsky, yeah. yeah yeah and uh he is in perfect health according to the distinguishing features also affable <laughs> yeah very popular around the office yeah, just uh, uh you yeah. know go along to get along everybody's buddy you know good old agent mm-hmm. sobolski Agent Sobolski. Uh and his partner is being played by A.A. Rod. Hello, Aaron. Oh, oh hello. So, uh, yes, I will be playing uh, another venerable, or I guess I say venerable in the fact that they're 27 years old, uh, federal agent by the name of Jacqueline Wingfield. So ah, well, uh, they appear. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I guess. Yeah. How old is Torian? I'm <laughs> so... 41. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm newbie. I'm absolutely the the new agent on the field right now who's just willing Being to get shown into the, the wings. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, He's taking you under his wings. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, your boss is uh, Special Agent 
Pat, special, special agent in charge, Patrick Hobson. Uh, he is in charge of Phoenix uh, for the FBI. And that's where normally you work, um, but you have been sent to San Carlos to liaison uh, to work with uh, Major Frank Garrett of the Arizona Department of Public Safety, i.e. the state police. Uh, and then there, you know, your Apache tribal police liaison is Alexandro Colorado's uh, chief of the tribal police in the area. So this is an Apache uh, tribal Indian reservation uh, in eastern Arizona. And um, so, yeah, you were you had to take a two hour drive in the in the hot summer. Uh, of course, your FBI cars are very well air conditioned, even in the 90s. And um, you are. um a lot of people have gone missing in like a month uh, to the point where this is made, made national press of the devil's highway. Um, so there is, I've already uh, sent you all some uh, handouts. There's a map of the reservation um, and you are in, uh, as we begin play, you are in San Carlos, Arizona in the top left. Uh, but highway 70, that's where all these people have disappeared. And then there are, Two, uh, there's a brief summary of facts listing them, but um, as we be, yeah, so uh, uh, as you're all driving in, uh, what is sort of your attitude um, to each other and to the case? Uh, because this is, you know, a big case and you are not in charge. This is still a state matter right now. The FBI is helping, but, you know, Hobson has told you all that you don't, you have to be delicate about things because there were concerned with tribal relations in the area and we don't want a repeat of you know the 70s uh which <clears throat> if you uh uh the, you know there was a a violent upright well a violent pine ridge uh indian reservation incidents uh in the mm-hmm. 70s um there there's you were to assist them and uh help them catch the culprit behind or culprits behind this but um this is not your case yet uh they still have primary jurisdiction over it so um yeah we'll we'll start with uh the uh actually we'll we'll start with uh yeah christine dr lambert um so yeah um what 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 are you thinking as you as you're heading to your briefing in san carlos i don't really understand why uh they would call us in but not let us have jurisdiction um it's they it it ends up coming to us anyway. I don't understand why they can't just give it to us now. Uh, it's just kind of prolonging the inevitable, really. Um, obviously, missing people, no good. But I'm I'm curious to see. I, I, the problem is, I also don't know why I'm here. If I'm being honest, because if people have gone missing, then there are no bodies to examine, and I am a medical examiner, and I cannot examine bodies that do not exist. So I don't really understand why I'm here. But, uh, I mean, if we do end up finding anybody, that's probably just the identification of the corpses. If Sorry to be a little bit dark on that, but probably the case. Yes, oh, okay. but somebody of my intelligence uh, being called in to just identify dead bodies instead of trying to figure out the call. Co- it just, it seems like a, a woeful misuse of, uh, you know, my my intellect, really. <laughs> Well, I, I don't. I don't mean to be the uh, ours is not to question why ours is but to do or die person, but because not exactly. But sometimes you just gotta fake it till you make it because the orders aren't going to care that we feel like we might be being jerked around or any number of things. You know, it's it is what it is. If we can help, that's what we're gonna do while we're there. 
Hopefully it will not be one of those things where people are always worrying about stepping on toes and jurisdictions, but it's, you know, it's the job. I mean, also to consider what happens, how many cases have you run across where there's some sleazy uh, local sheriff who's keeping a, a death or something under wraps because it's a little too close. If, if they need to, somebody else as a medical examiner to look at and say, you know, this is not the case for somebody who might be being paid off, then yeah, well, I mean, it's still another use of your intellect, but we're, well, I mean, that's keeping, like, uh, but if you can buy that. Yeah. Keeping bad blood from boiling up is sometimes a reason for those decisions. That wouldn't be terribly surprising. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that it, it's just, it's process. I don't understand bad blood. I don't, I just, I just, can we just, I, the facts are all that matter in a thing. I don't, why do people have to bring emotions into it? I don't get it. Well, crimes of passion. <laughs> Another thing I've never understood. And so the conversation continues as, uh, <laughs> until you get to the, uh, San Carlos, uh, and you head to the state police, uh, precinct or the station. Um, and the, uh, where you have been, uh, let's see the, oh, sorry. Uh, the San Carlos Apache police department headquarters. Um, and, uh, you're brought into a briefing room. You meet, um, the tribal chief Colorado's and, uh, major Garrett, uh, of the state police. And, uh, you know, they both, they shake all of your hands. Um, Garrett, uh, yeah, you could all, if you want to, make a human check. Um, Yay! To kind of Yay. size both of them up. They're not going to betray me. Yeah. 50, unfortunately, over 40, so nah, I don't okay. know. They're both great people. <laughs> I mean, as, as great as people can be, I suppose, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would like to, I would like to inform you, Ross, that I rolled a 99. <laughs> On my first roll. <laughs> They're all guilty. Shoot yeah. them all. Uh, uh, yeah, I, did a, I did get a 51 under 60. Okay. Um, so you get a sense um, just also by seeing how, just taking the lay of the station. This is, you know, the, the tribal police headquarters. They're, they're, they're other local tribal police here. Um, Colorado's is like a man who just wants to get this done. He does not hate white people but he is definitely suspicious of the federal government um that that's pretty much easy so he's keeping you at sort of arm's length um but the major garrett boy he has just this hint of contempt in his voice when he addresses mm-hmm. colorados and uh has an exaggerated cowboy drawl that is uh a bit of uh acting for arizona like it is he is, uh, yeah, this, this guy is, uh, yeah, a reason why people don't like cops. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but Garrett is like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so uh, glad technical assistance from the FBI. We could use all the technical assistance we could and just more, more bodies looking around. Can't hurt. I think y'all can agree to that. Uh, but you know, I, and I, I like that, you know, your, your, uh, your boss has, as assured me over the phone that you understand that we're in charge that you are not running the show oh absolutely like i mean one of the great things about these united states is sharing resources while respecting sovereignty right right 
Yes, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's that's what I want to hear. So, um, I'll be. Of course, you'll keep me abreast of any developments in the case before we get into the gritty details. But we're all working together. Please don't hide anything, withhold anything, or or, or, or do anything sketchy. We'll all be simpatico. Okay. Okay. Well. Um. Yeah. This is a big. Uh. Well, it's a big old mess that we're we're in. Um. So, uh, we have 13 people in the last month, uh, that have gone missing in this particular area, uh, near Route 70. Um, no signs of violence, no known enemies, no valuables missing, um, except for what they were carrying on them, uh, no contact from the perpetrators, uh, so no ransom demands, no nothing. Um, and we have a list of the, the, the missing, the first death on the 4th of July, Alan and Karen, uh, Kirtley, uh, the car was found abandoned, uh, on route to their son's house on July 6th. We have Felix, uh, Royos, uh, he was working a gas station, uh, right? And he points the spot on the map. Uh, then July 10th, Ed Stoltz and Chris Martin, they're fishing at the reservoir. Uh, camp was left undisturbed. Um, and let's see here, drown July 15th, uh, Rolf Trotner, Trotner, uh, and Frida Allenberg, uh, they're German, they're German tourists, uh, the, the, the embassy's already contacted us, uh, about the, the rental cars found abandoned on the route 70, uh, around, also around July 15th, Dieter and Vera von Olsen, Dutch tourists, uh, goddamn tourists, uh, and then, uh, just a couple days ago, uh, we'll say it's July 30th, um, uh, the Begay, uh, family, uh, all four of them, uh, they had a ranch, and it was founded, abandoned, uh, quite some, quite some ways, um, more details here, in this, uh, here dossier, um, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, this does not fit any sort of common pattern, Mm-hmm. Uh, as, uh, you, you might, you might, uh, imagine. So, um, if you have some information, I'd like to hear it, but, uh, you know, um, that's, that's where we're at. And I, I imagine the FBI doesn't need their handheld about being told where to go, what to do, just as long as you know to report back. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you need assistance uh, with anything, we can, we can help. Uh, if you have questions. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, at least one they have, uh, did a basic forensics of the vehicles that were retrieved, the rental cars or anything, show anything off or anything that would might have been led led to a bit of evidence? Uh, no. There, we have conducted our own forensic examination. Uh, all three vehicles are uh, actually in Phoenix uh, in an impound yard, um, and the uh, but so far, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the 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 people there have examined and found nothing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you all want, you can make a criminology check, um, to come up with some ideas on what to do. Um, or if you have more questions, yeah. Well, that's a one. So, uh, <laughs> this is how they did good. it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where they are. Hmm. Um, Okay, so uh, there, yeah, with a one, um, that that there are two things that come to mind. One um, would be to uh, let's see here to start uh, lo- looking at the most recent victims, obviously, or the most recent disappeared people, the Begay family, 
Um, they, uh, one, there's one thing you could, no one's taking a helicopter out to search, do an aerial survey of the land. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no one, you could go back to the actual ranch. Uh, there is a preliminary report on the ranch, uh, or like the family. Um, so Victorio, uh, the, 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 the father, age 42, his wife, Louisa, age 38, their sons, Luca, age 13 and Paco, age 15. Uh, Victoria is a respected member of the Apache community. He owned 200 sheep, uh, and 30 hectares of property, uh, two pickup trucks and a home big enough to give his children their own rooms. No enemies. Um, they both work the ranch full time. Uh, there's not much else about the ranch, uh, in terms of information. So you don't know if that's been properly searched, um, as, uh, you know, as a crime scene. Um, so that would be those two things immediately jump to mind as things you could do today, uh, to, or right now to like, um, an aerial survey and then like go to the ranch itself. Um, so those jump out at you as an obvious leads. Um, yeah, but if you have any other questions or whatever, uh, feel free to ask. Uh, but yeah, the, the handouts explain all the missing basically. Yeah. The, what they have here is uh mm-hmm. in the in the little handout. Um so I'm not gonna go over all of them because it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of people have gone missing and it's not great. Um but yeah that was uh yeah uh, thinking about the gaps um there were there's sort of bursts of activity mm-hmm. July fourth, July sixth, then for two people for three people, then July tenth, two people, then July fifteenth, four people um and although then, we're not though we're less yeah. sure as to when the tourists disappeared yeah okay so um yeah it's probably going to be yeah um maybe you can establish a pattern with that it's it's hard to say there's these there's a lot of anomalies about this case there's no profit motive there's no bodies there's no blood uh that they can find um yeah um it's very weird doesn't fit any patterns that you know of. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, do you, if you want to ask more questions, you can. Otherwise, you can. Uh, what do you What are you thinking about wanting to do? Or you can converse amongst yourselves to figure out a plan. How How far away is the ranch? The ranch is. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of map. There is a lot of map. Uh, let me see here. Actually. I don't think I actually see the ranch on there. I think you're lying. Oh, yeah, it is not. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> there, there, that's the player version. There is a secret version. Um, oh, it's I about see. in the middle of the map. So it is north of uh, Route 70. Um, base, but, okay, if you look in the middle of the map where it says Gila Mountains, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go, if it's, it's between that and uh, the highway, Got closer okay. to the highway in the sort of the lighter brown area. Okay. okay. So that little lighter brown area. So closer right to beside. Calva. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you know, that, I mean, it would it would take a, it would take a while to get there, but obvi- and obviously, if you want to do a thorough search, it's going to take hours, and then like, well, you know, do doing the helicopter um, and doing the ranch in the same day would be tough for one person. But mm-hmm. if you split up, yeah. If obviously. if we were gonna split, I would say. I mean, I would think at least two for the ranch, one for the aerial mm-hmm. survey. I would agree. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, who uh, who is the most comfortable with physical forensics? Uh, it's probably not me. 
I'm a bit. Uh, of- I can. I have a little bit. I uh, yeah. I have, I have trading on that, sir. I can go into that. Ah, uh, you don't. I, you I, don't have to. You don't have to serve me. <laughs> Just Sabolski. You can call me Torian if you want. <laughs> the Torians are yeah, sorry for some habit. No worries. Um, right. Uh, yes. Also, hi. Hello. This is what I yeah. do. So. Oh, no, I figured uh, not not to be presumptuous, but Doc, I figured you would be uh, taking point on that one. Of course. <laughs> OK, uh, so. Oh, actually, I, yeah. I'm going to turn to the tribal guy. Do, do we is there like permissions or, or forms that we need to work out with you to make sure we're we're OK to check out this ranch? Right. Like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Um, They. Yeah. Uh, if you. I mean, I can, if you if you were if someone from your uh you know your your group need to go along, I mean, I, I imagine our agents aren't gonna to complain to another set of hands if you if you want to still be in the loop directly or make a make a persuade check. Okay. Yeah, let's make sure that we're being concurrent with tribal relations here. Hey, thirty eight under fifty. Okay, you know I do uh, talk to one of his neighbor, old man named John Rope. Uh, he said he uh, something had been stealing his sheep uh, for a couple of nights, and the night he disappeared, he said he was going to sit out all night with his rifle till he caught the culprit. Um, and then they were gone. Um, I can get you the keys. I have to. I have uh, to keep. I can't uh, accompany you. We don't have enough people. With it's, it's a big area, and we're all searching. Um, but I can get. I have the keys here uh, into the the ranch house. Um, you're, yeah, uh, just be respectful. Don't, don't break anything, you know? I mean, I, I, I can't vouch for the doc cause I haven't worked with her before, but she seems professional. All right. But yeah, just radio in, uh, you'll probably need radios too. You're, uh, here, uh, he hands you all like a radio, um, Thank you. it'll, uh, radio in if you find anything. Um, we haven't had time to really search it that much other than, you know, just, just to check a house or not here, but, um, Yeah. We're we're stretched very thin. People are on edge, as you can imagine. Um, the press is starting to get trickle in. To well, I'm sure some of them mean well, but a lot of them get that looky loo impulse, and it uh, just creates more problems. Yeah. Um, uh, also, at least one more question that I, that I thought about it. Um, have that's like, have you been able to cross reference anything with specifically maybe like DEA? references when they were like tracking narcos or anybody else on either smuggling runs or even human trafficking routes no but this this doesn't mm, the no i it just never occurred to me it doesn't it's not like them they didn't take any money they didn't take the vehicles they wouldn't take random people who would be missed um it's it's not their it's not their mo at all they okay. want to avoid publicity like this yeah it's, it's drawn they're, a lot in fact of they're, i would imagine they're avoiding the area now because of all the news about the devil's highway so yeah well, at least small blessings for this so mm. okay um uh, assuming no more questions uh let's so it sounds like uh Sibulski, you're going up in the Woo-hoo. air and, i'm assuming uh, there's somewhere we can get access to a helicopter <laughs> and someone to fly it that's not me uh yeah uh, that's pretty easy. Uh, there are Arizona state police helicopters. Woo. Um, so you can, uh, go do a survey of the area. Um, 
So you go and uh, let's see here. And that is, uh, yeah, so I'll take you some time to drive out there and get in the helicopter and all that. But you're you're on your way. And meanwhile, uh, Dr. Lambert and uh, Agent Wingfield head to the ranch and they get there first because it's a ranch and it's within driving distance. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, it is a pretty, um, how long have you two been in the area, the region in Arizona? Are you like Nate? Have you grown up here? Do you, were you transferred in from some other office? Like how familiar would you be with like ranches out in the sticks in uh, a deserty environment like this? Uh, I've, uh, Agent Winfield's from Denton, Texas originally, so she's seen a bunch of things like this before, so, but it's slightly, again, slightly different doing being in a more arid environment. Okay, yeah. Uh, Dr. Lambert? Uh, yeah, it's, it's not a place that I feel super comfortable, um, but it is away from people, so that's okay. Um, not, I'm not really an animal person, um, so, you know, ranches are not really my thing. Yeah, um, there there are some ranch, there are some sheep here, um, and oh, there you go. Uh, there are some ranch. There is some sheep. It it does look like a family, yeah, ranch. Like it has like the fencing. There's like a couple of uh, uh, you know, mailbox with a little uh, uh you know, uh, uh, the begay name on it, and um, there's some toys scattered around the yard, uh, like a little bicycle and a child's bicycle, like for, you know, uh, a kid. And, um, but it is, it is quite quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, and you start to, uh, both of you can give me, uh, search checks or survival checks. Ooh. Uh, search because that's my highest. Okay. <laughs> Same here. It's a fifty-eight <laughs> under sixty. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and I got a twenty-six under fifty. Okay. Ooh. Uh, both of you remember John Rope's story, so you go and count up the surviving sheep, and uh, twenty-five of the flock is missing. Like there are twenty-five missing sheep. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, that's when you find. You you smell it first. Um, there there is a scent. You, you, Doctor Lambert, you smell it in the air um, very faintly at first, but it is unmistakable to you. It is the scent of death, uh, of rotting flesh, and you follow it, and it gets stronger and it gets stronger until you see the dug up graves. There are two. Um, there are twenty six open graves uh there is uh and you you start looking in them most of them are for individual sheep one for each sheep and then there is one that has four human bodies in it Ooh. Uh, both of you give me a sand check for violence well yep i am actually adapted to violence <laughs> okay you don't lose any yeah uh, weirdly enough, a twenty six again. So I, yeah, just, oh, this um, is bad. But uh, you also made the check, and you see there are coyote tracks. Um, well, I mean, you you made your check, so you identify them as coyotes. Um, all over the graves, um, they the coyotes have dug up all of these graves. Uh, um, with the human, uh, yeah, speaking with at least the human corpses, um. 
are they fairly mangled from that, or is nope. there anything that can be identifiable? They are very identifiable. They have not been bit. They have not been, the coyotes did not touch the corpses. As far either as the sheep or the or the humans. Uh no, but they did. Uh yeah. So go ahead and um give uh, a forensic check. That is a dip twenty nine under sixty. Uh, twenty nine. Uh, yeah, the certainly violent. These these people were killed. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, th- they were killed violently. All the humans were killed violently. All the sheep were killed violently. But none of them were touched by that coyote. That coyotes dug them up and then left the bodies alone. Is there anything like strange about the bodies that I can tell? Are there? Is there like a like a weird um like. If, if they've been killed violently, I would expect, like, blood and stuff, but are there any other... There's blood? very little blood. There's very little blood. Okay. There, yep. Um, and there oh. are multiple needle-like wounds in all of the carcasses. There's awesome. no... There are no signs of lividity that comes with blood settling at the lowest point in the body after death. They're all drained of blood. Um, okay. Exsanguination. We love to see it. Uh, so yeah, you will have to get these into a room and work on them to reveal more. Uh, but you you call it in, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, before we do that, can yeah, we? Yeah. Uh, do they still have identification on them? Mm-hmm. Um, what do we have. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, you have photos of the missing family, and they are still identifiable. They've only been dead for a few days. This is the Begay family: the father, mother, and both uh, both kids. Damn. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Agent Sabolski. Hey! Uh, you're in the air, um, mm-hmm. and Everything's fine. I don't know they're, about <laughs> You're out, you're <laughs> surveying the desert, and, uh, you, something, as you're surveying it, um, you're about 25 uh, kilometers southeast of the ranch, um, when... And about a north of one kilometer north of Route 70. And you notice a very large white uh, rectangle in the desert, like just peeking out from the dirt, from the desert sand or from the dirt. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Give me an idea check. Uh, Intelligent times five. Five. Yeah, I make it 30 under 55. Uh, That's the roof of a car that's been buried in the desert. Okay. It has been exposed. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, you call it in uh, yeah. uh, as well. Um, and in fact, the, 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 the pilot just says, if you're willing to, okay, I could just drop you down. I could, I could, it's a desert. I can just take us down now. Yeah, we should probably take a look. All right. So you sat down a couple hundred meters away. So you don't disturb the scene with the, you know, the, the, the rotor wash. Hmm. And you approach it and give me a search or a survival check. It'll be search because uh, it's great that this team of people hanging out in the desert, I assume, all have survival at base. <laughs> the other option was a park ranger. Again, <laughs> Denton. Hey. Yeah. Let's be honest. 20 yeah. under 50 success. Um, you find animal tracks all around the site. Um and the pilot, when you point them out to the pilot who who stopped, he, he's curious. He wants to see what's going on, too. Uh, oh, those are coyote tracks. 
Um, your initial impression is that uh, a coyote dug up this car or the roof of this car. I assume I have like a, a Polaroid camera or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Sweet. Uh, um, but you uh, call it in uh, and they bring out people to dig up the vehicle. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, but you three are radioing each other. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot yeah, of work to, to uh, bury a car. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming there's no tracks from like construction equipment or something. Um, no, it. Uh, yeah, give me another intelligence times five check. Uh, twenty-seven success. It's buried very shallowly. They actually drove it into a slight ravine or a gully, uh, and then they managed to cover it. So, uh, if the roof had not been exposed, we would not have seen it. Okay, Uh, so the roof was probably buried and got like blown. No, it was very specifically oh. dug up by a coyote. Like those, those, oh, those, those okay. are digging tracks. Hmm. Like, all right, they were looking through corpses. So, mm-hmm. yeah, are there are there are there corpses in the car? I, uh, I don't when know. You, we just you, got a roof. You right dig now. it up, and yes, there are. Uh, there is a man, uh, the corpse of a man in there. Um, he is extremely ripe. Uh, give me a sand <laughs> check, there, Agent Sabolsky. He has been in there for weeks. You're guessing. Is my sand? Oh, I fail that seventy-one. It's a violence. Sixty. All right, it's one. Um, and give me a count times five. It, he has been in the summer desert. Uh, the desert in the summer. Oh no, at seven. I'm fine. Okay, yeah, you don't throw mm. up, but it is. <laughs> yeah, might yeah. want to pulling out like a bandana to tie around my. So yeah, you could actually, uh, if you're willing to break the window, you could actually reach in and try and see if you can. Um, uh, he, you, you look in and you can see a wallet in his pocket. Oh yeah, I'm doing that. Okay, Dex uh, times five. Oh nope, fail. <laughs> okay, um, you get it, but the corpse shifts and falls on your arm. Oh, uh, give me another sand check. <laughs> uh, Twenty-eight. It's fine. All right, yeah, you're fine. Uh, it, you get a name, uh, Kenneth Braverman of Houston, Texas. Right. I guess I'm going to radio that in as well. I got a, mm-hmm. I got a not so fresh Braverman, Kenneth. Um, looking, uh, uh, uh just looking at it, it looks like he died of a, a massive trauma to his abdomen. Uh, someone cut a hole in his belly oh. and let his intestines spill out on the front seat. Okay. That's, uh, there that's is very, uh, very little blood. Blood. Mm. It kind of evaporated. Maybe we don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, doc, I'm sure you got a lot on your plate already, <laughs> but, uh, we, we got, uh, well, yeah, this is the rest here. of the day for all of you. Like <laughs> yeah. processing, um, these two crime scenes is going to take hours, uh, digging yeah. up the car, digging up the guy, transporting the bodies. Um, and, uh, um, Dr. Lambert has a lot of, uh, Work all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> something yeah. else we could possibly do if, with another forensics rolls uh, while we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, can I roll to see if there's any kind of footprints or if any of the the ample, the digging implements at the farm were used to uh, take uh, to create the graves out there? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thirteen under fifty. So no. Um, someone, uh, you, or 13 you, or three, sorry. yeah, with that, you, 
you get the you get so, looking in the graves inside the graves. Uh, they were dug up by coyotes, but you see patterns consistent with someone digging it up with their hands, um, like a human making shallow graves. And, still, that would take at, like forever in order to do that, though. So, if you're doing it by hand, if you're doing it by hand, yeah. But I mean, they're not very deep. They were pretty shallow, but they were all, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, someone incredible, very strong, uh, could have done it if they were very motivated and very fast. Um, but um, it would not. Yeah, uh, hmm. it is very perplexing behavior. Uh, certainly, it would hurt to dig things up with your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, well, Doctor Lambert, see, this is why it's good to have a medical examiner, even if you're not sure you need one. Because imagine the pickle we'd be in if you weren't here right now. <laughs> Because right. kind of point, I flunked. I flunked <laughs> med school, so that's why we need you. So there are f- there are five bodies that you found, um, and uh, five human bodies and twenty five sheep bodies. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, Doctor Lambert, um, you you uh, they they you have a facility to do it. Uh, there is a hospital nearby. You can they can take them to, and you can get to work. Uh, who do you want to look at first? Uh the. I, I would like to look at the Begay family, uh, probably because I, we end up getting there with that body first uh, anyway, mm-hmm. or those mm-hmm. bodies first. Um, and uh, I, I kind of want to compare all of the injuries between them, uh, the mm-hmm. people and also the sheep, because I'm trying to decide if, if they're all. Okay. Like preliminary examinations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's unorthodox, but like given the restraint, given your priorities, that makes sense. So. Uh, yeah, you can roll medicine or forensics. Um, and that is 26 under 80. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I'll give you, well, well, while you're doing that, um, there is one lead of Kenneth Braverman, mm. uh, the from Houston, Texas. So, um, both of you, uh, can, uh, give me a criminology check if you want. All right. You do. Regular failure. <laughs> okay. And criminology uh, missed by five. So, yeah, we're okay. Bringing our best. All right. Well, it's not not you. You'll get the information. Just that's all you can do today. If yeah. you want to find find out who Braver Man is, um, and what he's been up to. Um, yeah, I don't like not knowing what a body's doing somewhere. <laughs> so I will dedicate to that. I think. Okay. Um. So you two have to make a lot of calls to Texas. Um, and yeah, you speak the, Texan. You take this one. The Houston <laughs> police, for some reason, are very reluctant to talk to you. You have to cut through a lot of red tape uh, until you find out that Keith, Kenneth Braverman was a uh, the prime suspect. Is was a police officer uh, and uh, also a suspect in the horrific series of prostitute killings in and around Houston. Great. So dirty. We noted that. That always opens doors with other law enforcement. Hooray. Mm-hmm. So, um, but meanwhile, uh, as you're digging into that, uh, the here is what you're able to um, figure out, Dr. Lambert. Um, the multiple needle wounds in all the carcasses, uh, all of the bodies. Um, the wounds pierce the heart, lungs, both adrenaline glands and both amygdala of uh, every every person, but merely the heart and lungs of the sheep. 
Um, do you have pharmacy? I do. All right. Uh, roll pharmacy. Or medicine, actually. Ooh. Medicine. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, 57 under 60 for pharmacy, so I'll take it. Okay. Um, you find traces of a tranquilizer in their nervous mm. systems. Um, you cannot identify it, though. Um, something blocked the receptors for receiving voluntary nerve messages. Uh, involuntary nervous action continued. Um, the, the, now, you can keep focusing on that, or you can look more at the bodies themselves uh, with the amount of time. I mean, or if you just want to focus on one body and sort of solve it for one, you can do that and assume that it's the same pattern throughout. Mm -hmm. Um, So what do you want to do? Do you want to focus on the, 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 the rest of the body or do you want to focus on this weird tranquilizer? Um, Oh gosh, that's a, mm, I want to go with the tranquilizer. I think the tranquilizer is probably key. Uh, Okay. Probably Uh, important. Uh, pharmacy, uh, again, or unless you have chemistry at a higher rate, the science, chemistry, biochemistry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, But that's an 85. So I don't get it. You cannot identify it. It must be a very weird one. Just, you're not, you, yeah. I mean, this hospital has not got a full tux, you know, all the equipment. It's not Langley, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it must yeah. just be something mundane that you just can't identify yet, but something weird. Um, so, yeah. Um, so you can actually, no, you can push the midnight oil if you want. That'll cost you willpower, though. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not one to let a mystery go unsolved. So, absolutely. Okay. All right. Give me another medicine check. Uh, that is a 70 under 80 for medicine. All right. Uh, you find um, it's really weird. Um, there's before they died, there was like this necrosis event in the bodies. The amygdalas suffered cell death before the victims were exsanguinated. Um, you can tell when they lost all their blood, just how, what that does to the body. And, but the amygdalas were definitely dead before that. Um, both adrenaline glands atop the kidneys have suffered pre-cardiac arrest necrosis. Um, the nervous system and the intestinal tracts were also necrotic prior to death. Um, their, their systems were washed with adrenochrome, a waste product created when the hormone adrenaline is used by the body. Serotonin, the entire, the, uh, intric nervous system of the intestinal tract creates 90% of the serotonin in the body. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter that regulates mood. Low levels of serotonin lead to depression and anxiety. The amygdala is believed to be part of the limbic system of the brain that induces negative emotions like fear, sadness, and anxiety. The adrenaline gland creates the uh, adrenaline, which kicks in to prepare for fight or flight responses. Um, so something invaded the body through those small perforations and then manipulated the nervous system and glands to ensure the victim experienced massive fear, anxiety, and depression prior to death by exsanguination. And they also, and it also shut off. Was it, uh, so they couldn't move and were terrified to death. Mm hmm. 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 What a way to go. Um, (sighs) yeah, it's, uh, you've never seen anything like that. Um, to, to say the least, uh, no haunted houses that would probably pay big bucks for that. 
Meanwhile, the FBI agents, uh, you get the this, you know, an F, uh, uh, finally you get this detective with the Houston police is like, I, I, I just don't get it, man. Um, I don't know. I, he, he, he was missing his children. Um, we find his kids were fucking eight. His kids. There's and the what do you do uh, with the what? blood? The blood. There was no blood with the kids. Oh, but we just found their their remains. Um, you know, yeah. with bite marks on them. I'm uh, I'm gonna need a copy of whatever files you got on that over here because we have some similar cases going on. The the wife, his wife was missing. Um, so is the family car, which was the car you just uh, uncovered. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, is that a says mm-hmm. car model and year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. He must have been alone. Like, there's no way he could have killed his wife, disposed of her body mutilated himself and buried the car how could he have done that to himself yeah um yeah that does seem unlikely. a little improbable so. um probably still looking but then that means himself. his wife is the killer because she's still missing um, um or the way yeah. we're uncovering bodies i don't necessarily want to presume but we'll call her a person of interest to be sure yeah they really want your deep files on this uh stuff too yeah what is her name yeah, because uh, of Elaine. how deep the Elaine files are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they'll they'll show up and uh, uh, get them to you uh, as soon as they can. Um, and yeah, uh, but that is all you can get done tonight uh, is, yeah, something this this regular guy, this cop, he, he just started. We thought that he was suspected for a bunch of prostitute killings, which you don't know about yet. But like mm-hmm. he his kids were found without, you know cannibalized bloodless uh his wife was missing the car was missing and then he shows up dead like that yeah all of you have extremely long nights um <laughs> and uh for our fbi agents uh dr lambert is still in the the hospital by the time you you turn in at you know midnight um <laughs> yeah so uh you you kind of yeah, I guess you could go to the 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 morgue or the the forensic examination room and offer moral support to Doctor Lambert, or you could get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, it would pretty much just be moral support. Uh, I got zero on <laughs> anything okay. aside from straight criminology, or uh, I guess forensics. I'm I'm a little bit, but just barely. So. Okay, uh, I have a thirty in forensics, so yes. Yeah, do you want to sleep, or do you want if if you want to stay up? It's 1d4 willpower. Like, Dr. Lambert, that's how much you're going to lose. Uh, okay. But if you want to keep your willpower the same, you have to go to sleep. So are you sleeping? Or are you going to go? I mean, there's uh, not really anything else to? that I can pursue. So I'm going okay, go to go yeah. to bed. Yeah, the only other thing I was thinking of is it's something you could do in the morning, too, is maybe seeing if we could track any kind of credit cards or debit cards that well, they might have been using. Hmm. Both of you, are you, do you have the same hotel room or are you separate rooms? Uh, I mean, I uh, I'm, I'm assuming same, same. Yeah, yeah. I assume they're probably not splurging on the travel. That's fair. Yeah, uh, that's true. Um, both of you are woken up. Um, you can both hear a coyote howling from outside, like really close. Or uh, that's when you hear scratching at the door mm. and a bark. Uh, gonna... Gun is out. <laughs> so... okay. Just gonna go as a gun out, peer through the peephole. (laughs) There's nothing, you don't see anything. It's night, it's like two in the morning. Just try to edge around the the, the curtain. Just is is there enough of it to see the door? 
it's a hotel room. Like, do you want to open the door or not? I, okay, <laughs> here's what I'm going to do is I'm going to engage the lock chain mm-hmm. thing and then open the door <laughs> so that it can't open any further than the chain. Okay. Um, you see a dead lizard that has uh, like been bitten uh, in front of, on, on the ground. And nothing else? The scratching stopped, I assume? Uh, yeah, there's nothing there. Okay. Uh, I let out a What sigh. kind of lizard is it? Oh, uh, and uh, sorry, I was going to go and grab my, uh, my camera and an evidence bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, Wingfield, if you want to cover me while I collect this. Y- yeah, I'm already out there kind of basically sweeping off to the sides yeah, looking nice. for a tracks or... Is there anybody else out there other than like our cars and it is a tiny Gila man, Gila monster. Huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we are, uh, wasn't that, isn't that the Gila mountains out there or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, uh, just, okay. What kind of mob hit is sending a coyote in to kill, drop off a dead lizard? Uh, people do is that something new? I don't know. Things. I mean, you know, you know, as much as I do. Oh. We'll have I to mean, ask I, the. I assume uh, you've seen. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I know. I just assume right now you've seen like weird mob things all over the place or criminal organizations. Like you know, here's your kiss of death, a lizard. Uh, lizard's a new one on me, but uh, I don't know. We can ask the. Uh, we can ask the major. We can ask the tribal folks if they ever heard anything like this. But it's a new one on me. <sighs> Good grief! So, Doctor Lambert, uh, you're finishing up at like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really have enough. You can take a cat nap on the on the couch there in the little waiting room. Um, in fact, you got to do. You're just so tired. You just kind of like nod off. You're done. Uh, you need to close your eyes for a bit. Um, when you wake up, it's dawn. Like it's you can see the sun peeking through the window. Um, and there is a cup of coffee uh, there on the table uh, with a little uh manila folder on it and there there is a little note tape to uh a uh, paper clip to it yeah. what does the note say well i will show you uh first it was mac tooley of the kumse uh west virginia dr benton clark autopsy tooley quits his job moves to nashville disappears then was father willard Franklin of St. Bartholomew, shelter of the homeless in Nashville until he committed seppuku. Then it was Eliza Jackson, who used to live at St. Bartholomew's, but a New Orleans French quarter. David Clark kills Jackson, moves to Houston, disembowels himself in a hotel room. Braverman was not the first. He won't be the last. And there are a bunch of clippings. Uh, from a national, from scientific journals dated six months ago. They describe a meteor shower over West Virginia. Uh, meteors discovered by locals in Tecumseh County. Okay, great. What? <laughs> it's uh, just there. It was just there in the room with a fresh cup of coffee. Still hot. I'm going to get up and like look out the door and just kind of like glance down the hallways and see if I see any. There's nobody. No. Okay, great. Uh, and, and all these clippings are just about this this meteor shower. Yeah. Okay. Um, aside from from this meteor, I mean, is there is there anything in the articles that like hints to this as being supernatural in any way, shape, or form, or is it just 
Like everybody just assumes it's a normal meteor shower. Are there interviews with people who do you saw have meteor? Or... Do you have any astronomy or like physics? Is a... oh god, no, I have biology. <laughs> 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 then nothing. Okay, weird. I've got a twenty in a cult. Is there anything that like I could think about, like the dates of the meteor shower as being like particularly? You can give me a cult role. Yeah, sure. Okay, all right. Let's let's try this. This is a long shot, but let's mm-hmm. try. <laughs> This meteor in the eighth house of Aquarius. Absolutely not. That's a seventy-one <laughs> over twenty. So <laughs> I don't know. Meteors not, are often omens bitch, of bad. Yeah, uh, meteors are often omens of uh, ill fortune. Uh, they they signify uh, you know dark times are coming. I'll falling, have to falling stars. Yeah, hmm. I'll Lucifer. have to see if Sabolsky or uh, or Wingfield know anything about this because I. <laughs> It's yeah, all, you, you could all meet for me. breakfast in the the hotel cafeteria. Uh, they may okay. come to pick you up. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so he might as, have pissed as, off somebody. Uh, his, what? I well, I left you alone for not that long. Who could you have possibly pissed off? I don't know, but we got a present for you. This was uh, sitting outside of our door when we uh, were woken in the middle of the night by weird scratching noises and a coyote howling. Mm-hmm. Did you? Where was the coyote howling? Outside the door. Like directly outside the door? Yeah, that's at least the assumption. That's way closer than I've ever been to one. I mean, it could could have been. There could be a body close by is what I'm at. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 with a quick cursory glance of this lizard, does it look like it was just killed by a coyote as opposed oh, yeah. to. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh. Well, um, thank you for this, and I'm gonna just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. push it. Dead back lizard in the plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no I, I have something. Uh, in my bag, yeah, <laughs> thank you. It's evidence. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I have something uh, that you might find much more interesting that was uh, left for me this morning, and I'm just gonna like toss the dossier on the table. Okay. This was oh, where, this was good. left at the hospital like where you were working mm-hmm. yeah i um i i was up all night uh, and i i laid down and just uh, closed my eyes for just a moment uh okay. woke up and it was it was there with a hot cup of coffee that i didn't dare drink all right reasons uh, that i'm sure are apparent well we got some names we can call in see if we can get some more info i would also say we should reach out to the hospital see if they got any kind of uh CCTV security and if the how long they keep recordings for see if we can see who left uh, this little present for you. Um, I imagine you probably got another full day ahead of you with the uh, with the bodies. Likely. Okay. Well, <laughs> nice to know that somebody's got an eye on us. That's always a fun one. So everybody, um. I assume we're probably going to be doing a lot of work separately. Uh, we should check in uh, as often as we can. Try not to go more than uh, Doc. If you if you don't hear from us uh, every couple hours, I would say reach out to us. I I assume you're probably going to be more likely to lose track of time while you're elbow deep in various things. But uh, yeah, okay, Ooh. okay, all right. So. Um... You are, yeah. You can get, try and identify that tranquilizer again. Let's so, do it. Oh, and uh, I, of course, I, I will. I will catch them up on the uh, on the tranquilizer and 
all mm-hmm. of that nonsense over breakfast as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that all just yeah. sounds horrible. I, I mean, if you want to be completely... Mm-hmm. I, I can't be honest, uh, or to, to, to be perfectly honest, I, I can't imagine a, a worse way to go. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a, new, a lot of new stuff in my dossier <laughs> today. Gives a whole new meaning to the, the uh, term dying screaming. Uh, I'm getting too old for this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'd say first thing I would like to stop by the uh, the hospital where the doc's been working and see if there's any security footage there as I can uh, pull like any video to roll. Yeah, back. give me, give me. Um, I guess uh, comp- SIGINT would be better, but criminology would work too. Yeah, no, it's going to be criminology. I'm an old fashioned uh, kind of guy. Yeah. Nope, regular failure. Uh, the the uh, it's not working. Uh, it was just working yesterday. Goddamn fucking news. All right, system. Uh, anyone <laughs> not working? You know who was working security last night? Uh, or this yeah, morning, I guess, because you said it was. Yeah. You you fell asleep in the early morning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. Um. Yeah, it was Ted, uh, the security guard. Is he, he still on shift or? Uh, he's about to leave. You can, you can catch him right now. Yeah. No, I'll go. I'll go talk to Ted. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hi. Hey, uh, we had somebody leave a, let's say, a mysterious package for uh, one of our agents here uh, around about, I don't know, I guess what time based on what the doctor told me. Do you do you have any recollections? Anyone uh, unfamiliar? No, they must just... be mistaken. Uh, nothing would have gotten by me. You can give me a human. Yeah. <laughs> Ought to. Uh yeah, this guy is bluffing. He's he's nervous about his job. I okay. I I start looking for my pen. Uh, like I'm reaching my jacket. Also, pocket. he's been drugged recently and doesn't know it. Wait, I realize that. Yeah, with a human, he's a bit slow. He his his eyes are a bit dilated. Like he's been hit with some kind of sedative. Mm. Uh, but like like drinking night Nyquil, not realizing like mm. that kind of level of look. Some yeah. Uh, look, Ted. Yeah. Uh, I am more interested in finding information that will facilitate the solving of multiple murders than I am in causing problems for someone who's just working day to day. All right, roll persuade. Uh, I'll give you a plus 20. You got the badge. (laughs) Also, I have this federal agent badge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is regular success. Uh, he is, he confesses that he fell asleep. He was really tired last night and he just kind of sat down for a minute to sort of drink some coffee and wake up. And then he was, did uh, you, uh, it, was it was the end of his shift. Did you wake and, up, uh, hurting, aching anywhere in particular, strange feelings? I just felt a bit uh, out of sorts, you know, glancing over him. I don't, I don't know, for example, see any puncture wounds, uh, alertness. Ought four. Hey. No, nothing like that. Okay. Well. He have to spend something that was slipped into his coffee, too, yeah. so. All right. All right. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to cause any, any problems for you, but if you know about the time that you were awake or asleep, anything narrow things down? I, I, don't, I don't remember, man. It's kind of a blur. Okay. Do you know any, uh, any 
can you direct me to any i mean uh, the security we got this new fangled security system like just the last like uh, uh, last year uh not that long ago it should it should record everything Oh, well, if you can roll that back for me, that would be handy because I don't know how to navigate that thing at all. Okay. He, he take, goes to the security station and then he's like, huh, that... He starts flipping through. He's like, huh. Well, I'll be... No, it... He... he, he, he hit him. It's like, um... Yesterday's been deleted. Okay. Well, that's not good. Uh, any... Uh, how many people have access to this room? Is it uh, lock and key? Is it... That's supposed to be live, but, you know, we don't always do that because we have to come in and out, check stuff. Okay. Uh, uh, can I get a list of other people who uh, uh, other people on your, your crew who w- regularly work with and know how to work the security apparatus sure. just in case? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if you could uh, give me your uh, contact information and yeah, I guess he does. Uh, he's he's cooperated. Cool. Cool. I'll just he's I'll generally call. unsettled now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I'll, I'm. <laughs> I mean, unless he drugged himself, which is a hell of a mind game. I'm not especially <laughs> suspicious of this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right. All right uh, yeah, thanks. All right. Uh, Agent Wingfield, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, while they were looking through uh, at, least at the hospital, I'm still interested to see what the movements on Braverman were. Um, right. So I'd like to do a bureaucracy roll to see if I can get information on any, you know, credit card transactions or anything that may have been set over the last month or so. 90s. This is 1994. Like, I mean, you can. Yeah. It's not going to give you as much. As yeah, you but you're going to have to go through the bank. Like, yeah, yeah. that's why. Yeah, like, figure we um, can do that. I mean, too, you so. can investigate the Braverman case, sure, without having to wait for them to send files to you. So, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead and give me bureaucracy. That'll, that'll, yeah, get you all that information. Gotcha. Yes, that is a 47 under 60. Uh, yes, yeah, so you do. You comb like FBI inter- information, news clippings, um, a variety of sources. Uh, and um, it looks like two months ago, there were 17 related prostitute murders in Houston. Um, several people saw what seemed to be the same man in the company of each prostitute before she disappeared. Composite drawings based their, on their description led detectives to a colleague. Houston police officer Kenneth Braverman um, car and license plate were identified uh, corpses or more accurately parts of them were found in drain pipes and abandoned buildings. All corpses were drained of blood. Uh, some uh, had been sexually molested. Some most showed signs they had been field dressed like deer and parts of the cadavers had been removed leading to the speculation the killer was engaging in acts of cannibalism. Uh, while the investigation was began to focus on Braverman, um, he, well, they thought he murdered his children, kidnapped his wife, and fled Houston on July 1st. His whereabouts are unknown until you found him. So. Okay, so just before disappearances started out here, where we found mm-hmm. him. Yep. Okay. What would have caused him to flee that area unless he was about to get caught? That was the only thing I can think of. Uh, with your successful criminology check, yeah, he absolutely, yeah, like the heat was on. Like he he was in the Houston police offices. He knows how it, he knew how it worked. So uh, he must have been. He must have been. You know, figured out they were onto it. Hmm. Okay. Well. So that, that takes one... you some time. That takes both of you some time. Yeah. Uh, and you're still working. So you can give me another. Wait a check. minute. Dr. Uh, no, keep going. I, I thought of something. So, 
yes. Um, so uh, I rolled a, a 51 for my okay. medicine under 80, or if it's a pharmacy under 60. Um, yeah, this is not, this is, you didn't make a mistake last night, actually. Um, okay. This is just not something in any known database. This is a new tranquilizer. This is um, new to science. Great. Um, and possibly, like, you can't identify its ingredients, like what, what it's made out of. Mm-hmm. You can identify what it does based on the evidence you have available to you, but you don't know what this, what this tranquilizer is. Okay. Like, you don't know if humans can make them. Great. Love that for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is taking some time. Mm-hmm. Um, Major um, Garrett wants to talk to the FBI agents. Uh, he, uh, yeah, pages you. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, wants you to call it or no, radios you. You you have radios. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd like to, to have a br- briefing. I mean, um, I also absolutely have a pager like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. See so a page. Yeah. <laughs> so at least or, one or of you has to go phone. back talk to Major, Major Garrett and report on what you found. <sighs> All right. Do you want to talk to the major, or do you want me to? Because I think the the other one of us should start running down this list of names from uh, the doctor's uh, crazy note. Absolutely. Yeah, we should do that. Um, I could go talk to him as well, kind of uh, see what we can get. But something I thought about just in case while I'm doing that. Um, so. If we can that's like get a mapping location of where ba- uh, Braverman's car was found hmm. in relation to where the first car was abandoned on July 4th with the Kirtleys. And then uh, maybe make a, a line from there to see where it's like each of those is going because we know where some of the bodies the, were. See how the locations and the times relate. Yeah. Exactly, too, because, yeah, there's something else going on here that's weird right now, but we might get more of a, a hit on that. So. So you want to talk to the major and I look through names? And yeah. We, we look at the plot of location. Yeah, I can, I can do that if you, if you trust the okay. junior to take care yeah, of that. No, so I'm not to bring shame to... Yeah. So at least try to be at least. So, all uh, right. Uh, yeah, I'll go talk to him. Okay. Uh, so you go talk to Major Garrett. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, Sibulski, you're looking up the other cases. Yeah, I uh, I mean, obviously, there seems to be like a chain here from Tully to Clark to Franklin. Uh, or, oh, yeah, was it Tully to Clark? Yeah. Okay, well, Clark, it, you, you need to go to an office or like a, yeah. your hotel room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to need to like reach yeah, out. Privacy. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so you all split up. Um, so, um, Dr. Lambert, um, after you're working, um, you're, you're hungry, you take a break, mm-hmm. uh, I would imagine. To, to, are you eating alone or in the cafeteria? Oh, uh, alone cafeterias. There, it's there. There's a lot of uh, external noise in cafeterias. I don't like that much noise. Okay. So um, eat alone. As you're you're eating, um, a uh, man in his like thirties and a, a, you know wearing a lab coat. Uh, it's got a little you know ID tag. I'd, you know the doctor uh, comes in the break room, uh, smiles at you, nods. Um, starts making, uh, ah, coffee's out. I guess I'll have to make some, um, starts making it. And it's like, um, you don't mind me if you ask are you with the, uh, the investigation? Yes, I, I am. Ah, you, you think you'll, you'll find the, the culprit? There's, uh, 
There's a lot of missing pieces that we're still trying to find. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, you guys taking over the whole morgue. It's kind of unusual, but. Uh, a lot of, a lot of bodies. Can I, can I figure out what he's like, if he's fishing for something, if he's. Yeah. Like, do you have human? Okay. I do. Yeah. All right. Roll human. Ooh, 26 under 40. Um, this guy's posture is absolutely perfect. He is in amazing physical shape. Uh, he is haircut is military standard. Um, this is not a working doctor. And also he's wearing combat boots. Uh, now that you look at it, <laughs> um, <laughs> this dude is, um, military, um, and like a door kicker. Like he is, um, uh, I mean, he's kind of smooth, but like. You know, he knows how to talk to people, but he is not a, like, um, yeah, he's clearly fishing for information and he's military. What, uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, what branch are you in? <laughs> that obvious, huh? Look, <laughs> we're all just by the whole everything about you. Yes. <laughs> um, well, you know, the civvies don't notice, uh, but you're not a civvy. That's to your credit. Uh, but have you found anything weird? I need to know a lot more about who's asking and why before I can answer any of those questions. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's fair. Air Force. Okay. Name. Smith. Mm, sure. I, you know, I'm surprised you didn't go with John. <laughs> Look, you know, I get it. You you want to you want to follow protocol. I just thought, you know, um we can follow protocol too. You'll you you, you can hear from us from our boss, from your boss really. Pretty mm-hmm. soon. But if you want to skip that, you know, be able to go a lot faster. I'm sure, but uh I'm I'm a I'm a fan of rules. I'm a fan of following rules okay. and, and protocol. Uh All right. I mean, rules, you know, makes it hard. It slows everything down, kind of gets in the way sometimes. If there's information that you have that could help me, then maybe we could talk. But if you're just looking for the information that I have, then I'm less likely to exchange information because there isn't really an exchange at that point. It's just me giving and not receiving. Well, it's not information. I'm I'm more of a... I could be backup if you find something. Are you expecting me to find something? It's on the table. Hi, is he lying to me? Is he like, is, is he, is, does he know? Roll human. Does he know more than he's letting on? Fucking Smith. Let's find out. You need to beat a 53. Uh, well, uh, that's, that's all zeros across my dice. So I don't. (laughs) Oh, you can totally trust this guy. (laughs) Or you don't. Um, or Have you, you seen this weird you. note? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You can't get a read on him. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to take away your character's agency, but yeah, you don't get a good read on this guy. Like yeah. he's, he's yeah. Um, he, and you have obviously no idea what he knows or what he doesn't know. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I, you talk to, our boss and mm-hmm. we'll we'll go that route because you know i mean we just uh we can't 
Okay. We can't share information without uh without our handlers. So you know how okay. it is. Okay. All right. He just takes it, finishes a cup of coffee, and throws a cup away, walks out. Um, so, uh, meanwhile, Agent Wingfield, uh, you're, you're the one briefing a, uh, uh, Major Garrett, right? Yes, I am. So, right. uh, just going over all the information specifically about what we found at the farm. So, uh, are you going to emphasize all the weird shit you found medically? Absolutely not. All right. So, we'll persuade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is being kept on the card, but we're like, so we, again, other than the fact that, you know, they weren't found with blood, but that's also the, uh, we're not saying, I mean, how, that's, yeah, though, yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't case. lie, but you can like omit. Can, yeah. Well, it's more like, yeah, we found all this, this stuff. And then you, he doesn't, he's not a forensic expert. He's not going to know the meaning of it. If you just, use exactly. Medical things. exactly. Yeah. And that is going to be a. 38 oh no sorry 58 under uh 70 so okay um so he's like well what's your read on the situation agent uh i mean you know if i'm being honest this is really that's uh, like really weird but comparatively but the the initial read that i can see about this is is that maybe we have uh, it's like a serial killer situation coming in from houston with braver men coming in um obviously he is dead, dead. Yeah. he is dead but his wife is still missing so they can't out discount the possibility that we might have a very twisted bonnie and clyde situation going through that just went south some way okay so, so you think she's behind it you think she's she's she may be connected in some way but we're not certain right now which is why we're trying to pull at least some connective tissue on what that's like uh, what kind of credits they may have been using to get down here money situation something have you, um, have you considered um, there's a possibility I, I think you haven't considered you should really give some weight to. Uh, okay. It could be an organization. Uh could be a uh, satanic cult. Um, I think that's uh, something you should uh, consider. Uh, I have some resources. Uh, like there's, uh, there's an excellent police training video on identifying satanic cult activity. Oh, listeners, if you could only see the video. <laughs> oh, God damn you, Ross. <laughs> the 90s baby uh it wasn't uh, that long ago back you then. can also look that video up on youtube listeners if you want to play <laughs> the home game yeah um, i i, I try to persuade check you, you you know you can like yes i'll consider it we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, you know your, i can take we take I'll, your opinion very seriously yeah i'll i'll take a little you know if you need to set the video right now we can possibly take a look at it right now once we're going to the, oh, yeah, he gives you the VHS, yeah yeah uh just, just wait for there but uh it is yeah, well no. worn yeah. but yeah no alexa no offense uh i've already seen some stuff around that you know is pretty heinous and i i i believe in the fact that humans can do really awful things it doesn't always have to be attributed to satan so well no but. it's no they're humans working for satan that's the ah, thing it doesn't, okay. i don't even care if you're like a i know if you're from the city you're probably an atheist that doesn't matter uh it, it's just that you're uh, uh catholic actually uh Oh, don't tell him that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I tell him that while yeah. looking directly you're, at you. You're him. <laughs> a Christian. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, he's that kind of guy. No. Um, look, yeah, I'm just saying the people are working for the great deceiver. That, that's all I'm saying is that they, they're, they're working for him. Um, it doesn't matter whether they believe it or, or what, what. Yeah, it doesn't matter what we believe. It's what they believe. 
So uh, just consider it. All right. So yeah, you just waste your time having to. Yeah. Um, By chance, though, is. uh, uh, Oh, sorry. uh, Colorado's. Is that. Uh, he's not there. You can reach okay. out to him, but yeah, he's he's very busy. Like they're very. Um, um, yeah, he, I do. Want he, to... You've uh, he he accepted your reports that you were like facts. Yeah, I, I do want to try to see if I can get a quota quickly for this because I do have. Sure. I, I did sneak off with the lizard just in case because I uh-huh. do want to ask him a question. So yeah, uh, um, yeah, you can find him. He's there. Yeah. He's just you know organizing his uh, yeah, minimizing contact with Garrett. Exactly. Yeah, basically. So. Yeah, he. They do not care for each other. That is true. I, I actually look at it too. It's like, uh, hey, I hate to ask you this one thing, but did he try to pawn this off on you too? Oh, the the Satan thing, the Satan yeah. call thing. Uh, yeah, that's his first. Any big problem is uh, Satanist did it. Um, ever since. Yeah, no, I. He has that Oprah thing recorded. It really has played that back for me. I'm gonna be honest. When I was, that's like when I was younger. I saw monsters and mazes, and I laughed nonstop. So I don't know what yeah. that is. I don't want to know. Um, yeah, it's it's a joke, is what it is. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do have a kind of a weird thing too, and I actually give him all the information we have so far since keeping him in the loop. But also, uh, uh, agents, uh, Torian and I, I kind of had a weird encounter last night. So when we we're at the hotel room, and it might just be more than just it, it's. Some mm-hmm. uh, some food or something was around the uh, the hotel, but we had a coyote. We heard a coyote very close to the hotel, and when and it sounded like it was trying to scratch right. to get in. Give me uh, a sway. Ca- yeah, I'm sorry. Oh no! It's when we came in, we found this lizard there, which you know, okay. it, it just seems very odd. Uh, let's see. That will be fifty-seven under seventy. He gets, he's very serious. He's, um, you know, coyote is a, an important animal in our beliefs. You know, you may have heard of him as a trickster spirit, but he's also unclean. He is bringer of, he, I am not an expert on this, but it is, he, he is a harbinger of, ill tidings so somebody playing around could be putting this at our doorstep as a threat i it's 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 they're spiritually unclean and um should be avoided i know some experts um who know more of the significance of this medicine men um they i could they are, I could, I could, they're, they're currently out, uh, but I could, I could send for them. Uh, if it's helping with investigation, that'd be appreciated. I I don't mean to have you go out completely out of your way on there. Cause we're all busy, unfortunately, because I of this, but saw but the photos that looked like the coyotes dug up all the bodies. They did, but none of them touched them. Yes, so it's like I, when they, I mean, noticed they that too. That's, and that's the same happened. thing with the car. That's the only reason we found it. Why no coyote I've ever seen would dig up a car like that and yeah. leave it alone. They need digging something takes energy. Energy needs food. Coyote, every animal out here is always focused on food, on survival. I have never heard of a coyote doing something that did not that it did not think would help it survive. It makes no sense. It is unless they thought it was a threat of some sort. That's the only thing I can think you about. You must so. 
not tell Garrett about this. He must not. I do not want outsiders to think that it is related. You understand, of course. No, I'm not going to. No, like I said, something weird is going on here, but I would be remiss to bring any uh, any potential heat down on on you and your own. So you've been a huge help to us so far. And honestly, right now, you're not being an asshole to us. So thank you. You you seem to be sincere in your desire to find these uh, to find out what has happened to these people. Um, I will send for help. I will I will uh, find out what this means. This is. But yeah. I'm getting that, so thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Meanwhile, Sabulski, where are you? Where are you? Are you going to an office? Uh, yeah, the station gonna, or the uh, I'm going to dig in somewhere and I guess make a bunch of phone calls to different regional offices because we got this list of names. We got Tooley, we got Clark, we got Franklin, we got Jackson, mm-hmm. we got a second Clark, and then Braverman mm-hmm. seems to complete that chain. So. All right. Looks like we got uh, what, first... West Virginia, Tennessee, New Orleans, and Texas. Well, I guess we already have Texas. Uh, Agent uh, Sabulski is looking up some murders uh, or yeah. some yeah, uh, some names. Out to other offices. Uh huh. Give me uh, give I'm me ass- a criminology check. Um, I'm assuming open or bureaucracy, or... whatever's higher. This is pretty. These are these are open cases, basically. Yeah, criminology is slightly higher. Forty-one under fifty. Hooray! Okay. Uh, so you, you just need one roll for all of it. Cause it's, this is routine stuff. This is like yeah. your day to day thing. Um, so it's not really that hard, just time consuming. Mm. Um, especially in the, the grim dark days of the 1990s. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you, yeah, the, the, I'll just put these in sort of chronological order. Uh, and I'm just posting the little text in here. Uh, I mean, so judging- Cole. Yeah, cold country killer. Uh, West Virginia suffered a rash of unexplained disappearances, cattle mutilations for several weeks about five months ago. Uh, nine people disappeared in two weeks in Lowry County. Theories range from serial killers to satanic cults. TUFOs are bounded to explain, uh, bandied about to explain the crimes. Bloodless, a partially uh, cannibalized and bloodless corpse was found wrapped in trash bags uh, and hanging and hanging from a tree. Um, is sus- suspicion fell on backwoodsman Mac Tooley, last person seen with victim when the police attempted to arrest Tooley. He shot himself in the head with a Colt 45. Autopsy revealed traces of human blood and tissue in Tooley's digestive tract. Then Dr. Brenton Clark, the county uh, medical examiner, resigned his job and moved to Nashville shortly after he performed the autopsy. Uh, Nashville newspapers from a week later note that Dr. Clark vanished from his Nashville apartment. Police have no leads. Uh, then in Nashville, uh, four months ago, homeless people in Nashville began to disappear at least 21 in three weeks. Uh, the investigation centered around eventually centered around father Willard Franklin of the St. Bartholomew's shelter for the homeless. Uh, Franklin was questioned by police, but committed suicide by disemboweling himself before sh- search warrant was obtained. Then the French Quarter cannibal. Uh, three months ago in New Orleans, there was a series of murders in the French Quarter. There was a disappearance. Uh, there were disappearances, and then as the police and public began to be- become more vigilant, several bodies and parts of bodies were found stashed around the city. Three weeks into the murder spree, a local man, David Charles, killed an unarmed homeless man who had broken into his home. The autopsy, which was made considerably more difficult because Charles had emptied both barrels of a 12-gauge shotgun into the tram's abdomen, 
revealed traces of human flesh and blood in the dead man's digestive system. The tramp's name was Eliza Jackson. His last known residence was St. Bartholomew's Shelter for the Homeless in Nashville, Tennessee. David Charles left, uh, let's see here, New Orleans for Houston a week after the shooting. After shooting Eliza Jackson, two days after he arrived in Houston, he was found disemboweled in his hotel room. Police believe he did that to himself. And then uh, in Houston, you know what happened in Houston. David Charles, the handwritten note said David Clark. That's weird. Typo. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Or so maybe it's like handing hmm. off a, a damn baton. Uh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't like the picture that draws. So that takes you hours, obviously. Um, uh, Dr. Lambert, you've kind of done all you can do with the bodies after realizing the um, the tranquilizer is uh, exists nowhere in nature, nor is it no, known to science. Some of the elements in its makeup appear to be unidentifiable and are perhaps not native to Earth. Yeah. What do you want to do with that information and those samples? Uh. <sighs> I mean, obviously, uh, hold hold on to it because that's a. Uh, I there's no real easy way to like contact our handler at this point. Uh, for this, you don't have a handler. You have a, a boss. You yeah, are FBI uh, agent in charge. Yep, yep. Uh, yes, you are Delta uh, Gray. Yes, yes. I mean, we um, could send a message to Hobson. Uh, yeah. Um, well, at this point, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to this, uh, and I actually kind of want to look at Braverman's body. Um, mm-hmm. I. Uh, cause obviously the, the mode of death is a little different. Um, but I want to see where the, the differences and the similarities kind of cross. Yeah. Um, give me a forensics check. Uh, you can also examine the car too. Um, cause that has not mm-hmm. been processed cause that was just dug out yesterday. Like it is just now available. Now that I think about it, it would take them a while to get, dig the car out and then bring it to a place where you can examine Sadly, that is a 69 over 60 for Braverman. Okay. Uh, nice, but... Uh, well, actually, uh, Agent Wingfield, your briefing doesn't take that long. You could help with the... Uh, yeah. Uh, checking the car. Okay, yeah. Uh, I will go ahead and run a forensics and my 30 and hope for the best, so... Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to say an 80 over 30 does nothing. No. Okay. Uh, so what you do find is, uh, Braverman died five weeks ago, um, about, you know, it's, it's hard to nail exactly, but he's been cooking in there for weeks. Uh, and obviously, uh, there's, there's been a lot of decay. Uh, he, someone sliced a large hole in his belly and let his intestines spill out of the front seat. His lungs were removed after death. That much you can tell. Um... And uh, the corpse is mostly devoid of blood. There are bloodstains in the car and on his clothes, but not nearly enough to account for the exsanguination. But uh, uh, that is all you can find. Um, oh, wait. Uh, no, here. There's actually more. So, uh, or actually, give me a medicine or surgery test. Ooh, that's an 11. Well... Boy, he's got some weird injuries internally. Uh, <laughs> tissue damage that cannot be explained. Uh, the wound where Braverman's abdomen opened and his lungs were removed is an enlargement of an older wound in his abdomen. Uh, the older wound is about eight weeks old and was about four inches long. It is a deep wound cutting through the skin, fat, muscle, and abdominal wall. 
uh, creating access to his internal organs. It was expertly sewn shut using surgical thread. Um, there is damage to the adrenal glands atop each kidney. They were punctured by something not much bigger than the tip of an IV syringe. Similar to penetration into the brain, a narrow passage from the base of the skull next to the spinal cord, all the way to the amygdala in both hemispheres. There's two amygdala, one in each hemisphere. And yeah, he, his body is also riddled with adrenochrome, which is harder to tell, but you know, because he's rotted, but you're still able to do that. Yeah, that's really, really weird. How, how was that done? How did that work? Um, yeah. Uh, you, you get this theory of like something inside him stitched him up. No, 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 that's not possible. Uh, yeah. But the lava though, that would explain it, but like, no, (laughs) no. Definitely not that because that would be weird. And (laughs) that's, that's a little too weird. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not something known to science. Mm-mm. 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 Huh. Okay. Um. All right. I, uh, look, uh, if he's got an older injury and it was sewn shut, um, then theoretically, uh, it was done at a hospital, right? And we could check and see if, um, he was reported as having checked into the hospital for any sort of injuries or anything within the last uh, with, with, within eight weeks or eight weeks mm-hmm. ago, rather. OK. Uh, yeah, you uh, could do that. Yeah, you do, you do have some hours left in the day. Uh, both of you can be bureaucracy checks. Okay. The 19 under 40. And I have a 30. Under 60. Uh, there's no such evidence of surgery at any any hospital that he was near. Okay, cool, so. cool, 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 cool. Um, Maybe they're dissolving sutures? Mm-hmm. Just, just for my uh, knowledge, really fast, um, when did the prostitute start disappearing? Two months ago. Eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. So right about the same, mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Cool. That 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 is correct. Uh, but yeah, it's now very late. Uh, you've all managed to have dinner together. Where do you eat, by the way? Oh, it's actually, a, can I yeah. can I do yeah, yeah. one quick phone call before this? Sure. Because I already know what the answer is going to be, but I like things confirmed. I want to call mm-hmm. up Houston again. And yeah. I wanted to see if uh, I want to confirm that Braverman worked on uh, Charles's, or no, wait, is it Charles? Yeah, Charles's death uh, in in Houston when he, when Charles was found disemboweled. Uh, he did. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. Click. So, yeah, you have a choice of a diner or a uh, Tex-Mex place um, or fast food. Tex Mex, hands down. Look, somewhere where we can pick up food and then talk in the hotel, because I feel like this is not an in public kind of conversation. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, you can get food, to, you can get uh, uh, tacos to go, burritos to go, <laughs> um, and uh, go back in one of your hotel rooms and talk. Um, mm. Yeah, so you, you share information about what you've been doing all day. Um, yeah, 
And uh, you're all caught up, uh, unless and yeah. What else are you, are you talking about? Do you have any theories of the case, uh, Doctor Amber? Oh yeah, theories. Great. Let's <laughs> let's talk about that because I'm seeing a goddamn cannibal murder baton being passed <laughs> through people. If judging <clears throat> by the doctor's work, uh, through gut wound that then eight weeks later bursts out. Is that is that what we're doing? Is that where we are today? I mean, uh, well, okay. In 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 fairness, uh, it's it's not it's not eight weeks. It was about three weeks. Uh, hmm. It was eight weeks from the first injury, and then oh, okay, sorry. Um, five. Yeah. Wait, hold on. That makes it when <laughs> when did okay? Hold on. Now this is this is this is the important question. This is the question that Sobolski should have asked. Hmm. Um, Braverman uh investigated Clark or Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles, yeah when like what like like about eight weeks ago was that the yeah. that the time frame mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay 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 so then what yeah it, what he's it one of the one like. he's one of the officers who found the body mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay so then so then so then what it's what it sounds like and this is this is crazy but what mm-hmm. it sounds like is that there's some sort of parasite some sort of I don't know, maybe like a, a worm or something that in, infects these uh, people. Um, it started with with Mac Tooley, and and it went to to Clark, and then down on the line mm-hmm. uh, until um, it infected Braverman. Um, and uh, clearly, it's it's controlling. It's it's it, it's some sort of it, it's impacting their their minds in some way, and 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 uh, obviously uh, taking over and and forcing them to do uh, these these crazy insane things, and then. Um, eventually maybe it's like a, it's, it's like a boa constrictor kind of thing, right? Where eventually it gets too big for its cage and it just has to get out. So maybe the worm is just, it's growing too large and then it has to, it has to. But is that possible? Because I know there's, there's essentially, you know, all of parasites for insects. Yeah. Uh, For for helplessness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, odd seven. I'm fine. Um, uh, 71. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, that uh, is one sand. You have, th- like, if you said that to your boss, your career would be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 48 under 60. I, this is weird. Yeah. I said, I said it was crazy. I did Sorry, say it was uh, crazy. That doesn't, that doesn't yeah. mean you, that, so that, Dr. That, that doesn't Lambert, change what you said. Like, yeah. That's fair. Did, did you, sorry, Lambert, did you tell us out of character? Uh, did you tell us about your military friend? Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, Cuz you haven't said one way or another. That is up to no, you. No, I I I, uh, I I I haven't yet. Um I I guess that probably would have come up before we uh before we started really diving in as we were like, okay, so let's talk about what happened and I would have been like, yeah, so I had another weird run in at the hospital, so I'm I don't know what's happening. You think we're being okay. tracked by somebody else looking into this or military intelligence? I don't love the sound of that. Super worms that they're tracking across infiltrators. I mean, this is like really hot. Obviously, I pull out the, the satanic tape again. This no, is more no, weird. No, it's like weird conspiracy crap than this and throw like, it over I've my shoulder. Seen, yeah, I've seen those. I hate them. They make my days worse in every possible way. Oh, no, that's why we're uh, stomping on it anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking we might need to oh, we might need to send a message to Hobson and see if there's like if there's any way we can know if there's some sort of military intelligence uh, active in the area because if if your little friend there has more information i would really rather not be flying blinder than we are right now exactly don't he at least get shot by yeah and, some other and i really don't so. want 
I think we're all in agreement that we're keeping uh, Major uh, Garrett real arm's length. We... Yeah, no, we're not letting him anything. Um, okay. Although the sheriff right now, he's uh, he's actually said that he might be able to help us on our uh, issue of our midnight visitor the other night. So, and Colorado's uh, the, the yeah, Colorado. So, yes, okay, the liaison. Okay, yeah, yeah. He well, he's maybe. been he's been really nice too. So he's going to ask some of the it's like some of the tribal elders or people that he knows that might I have more information on it. I imagine they're pretty stretched thin uh, generally, but all I mean, it helps. Yeah. Okay, Doc, can I... All right, so here's the thing. We... um, How to put this delicately. There's been a lot of uh, doctors and law enforcement infected along this chain, and how do we know if something has happened to one... I I might need to check in with that Ted guy again, because if he was drugged with something weirder than just regular drugging... That could be a danger, too. Okay. Anyway, the thing I wanted to bring up is that it's entirely possible we get infected by whatever that is, and I feel like one of us needed to say that out loud. You didn't have to, but yes. Hmm. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, just... I, well... Uh, mm. A weird thing, too, is it from what you've researched already, do you know if there's a way to counteract this? That's like this toxin, or... Sorry, just had a really awful thought. Hmm. I'll share it with the glass. I mean, well, well, okay. I guess I guess it's not that awful <sighs> because the 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 fa- the Begay family was the last family that was uh was was killed. Um, but they didn't have their bowels cut out. Um, all of the 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 different the different people that have uh been disemboweled. Like there, there, there's a connection there between the people who have been disemboweled and the the next people. A proximity who connection, yeah. yeah. Um, what about rope? So the, well, so my 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 thought is it's not shit. Okay, is Braverman? Because Braverman is not the most recent one, but the Begay family was not disemboweled, which means that they likely were not connected. Like they, they're obviously they're connected victims, to this, not but they're carriers. not exactly. No. So, shit, mm. we have to look at all of the different people and find out who was at the crime scenes for these families. See if any were like, we, there okay, have to we be got, more bodies. We have two people that we have some suspected uh, connection proximity wise. We have Braverman's wife. We have John Rope. Those are, are two people who were close to or at least potentially close to those things so my question then is what do we do with that information do we ask mr rope if we can do a, a medical examination to make sure he doesn't have murder gut worms or like what do we that's also did we end up tracking the the line of where everything was going from I mean, where it, we found braverman's car going forward oh unless yeah, there's a way that it branches i because oh, you, know, oh, you mean the the map line. yeah because because weird hypothesis time mm-hmm. if we're mm-hmm. dealing with some physical parasite that can actually rip through with that mm-hmm. then if if their car is any if braveman's car is anywhere near where they found uh the curtley's car and their corpses still haven't been found then one of them may have been this carrier for this thing and it went on uh, the Kirtley's car was found southwest of the buried Braverman car. Um, 
So if you look at the map, um, if you see the word Geronimo, mm-hmm. um, there's a little little curve in the river right above Geronimo. Uh, Geronimo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you go like straight up from the top of that curve, like, it's basically straight north of Geronimo, like just north okay. of the curve. So not too far from there. And then the Kirtley's car is on the other side of the highway of the the route, um, just past the um, reservation border. So mm-hmm. on the on the left side uh, on the border. Um, so like so car. That, yeah. Um, yeah. You can be intelligent times five. OK. No. Nope. Ooh. 79 under 80. Ooh. All right. What to get? Um, um, well, 79 under 80. Yeah. 94. <laughs> oh. Okay. So your theory is that this, the, what is your theory about what the, who the killer is? Like you, you uh, talked about a, a, a carrier or a, what was, what was your term? Dr. Lambert, a parasite. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it, okay. it just, it, it, it reminds me of the zombie ant fungus, that ophiocordyceps, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, unilateralis or whatever it is. Okay, so what you what your theory the theory assuming like uh, uh are do you believe the the news clippings you receive mysteriously about West Virginia and stuff like that those are all connected to this? And there's that because if you do the, your intelligence check means that like the parasite is intelligent enough to operate to to travel to resign from a job to to move to a new city um it is able to operate vehicles and tools um it can it can speak um it is intelligent like that is not it does not act like an animal it is acting like a serial killer that's if assuming all that evidence is about the same case true so that's what your intelligence check means it must be it must be intelligent Mm. so and yeah i mean i think yeah i I think we are all under the assumption that these are connected based on the similarities to different mm -hmm. things. I'm also working on the assumption that your hospital friend, Mr. Smith, is probably also the one who dropped off your coffee and your note, uh, or at least related to that person, because, well, same location, some amount of information implied uh, that lines up with the other stuff we're finding. So I'm kind of wanting to see if I can uh, talk to our agent in charge and, and see if we can shake up whatever military intelligence or whatever other operation is going on, because I don't like just the three of us big people handling this. I mean, do you feel like if we got him in a room right on his own right now, we could convince him since did he seem like he was that threatening or hostile to you, doctor? Oh no, I don't mean threatening anyone. I mean, like let's let's, if we can expedite whatever behind the scenes, back channel, like bureaucratic connection, if uh, if Mr. Smith was telling the truth, then I well, I would like to avail of that. I I mean it's 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 a ultimately it's a question of what are they willing to to give us because all he was doing was asking me questions and was not offering any information of his own. He wanted yeah. to know what we had. Um, I don't know if this means that uh, he has information that he would be willing to share. I I couldn't really get a good read on him. Uh, yeah. but okay. You can keep talking if you want, but it is getting late. Yeah. Otherwise, to I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> send a I don't know a fax or something to to agent in charge Hobson, and uh, you're like, hey, mm-hmm. contact with military intelligence asset in area question mark connected to cage case. All uh, right, roll helplessness. You're, you're sending that over a fax. <laughs> do you really want to do that? 
I don't know. Faxes are secure, right? <laughs> Your FBI, you know, Depends they're not. On yeah. I'll find. <laughs> yeah. well, well, whenever I have an opportunity to reach out to Hobson, that is my next goal. Okay. The, I mean, you can make the two hour drive to Phoenix and be there first thing in the morning. You'll lose willpower from, yeah. you know, driving. Okay, in that overnight. case, I'm probably going to do that. Other than that, I also think we may. Well, you're not supposed to, right? Like you're, you're, you're assigned to this case, driving back to Phoenix for no, just to, to do that is, yeah. I mean, you can't. If you want, it's I consider this a part of the fucking case. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, lose one d four willpower. You're gonna be driving for hours at night after a long day of investigating shit. So, um, uh, oh, good for. But you have a place <laughs> in Phoenix, so you could just crash there. You're only gonna get a couple hours of sleep before you. Get, you want to be there first thing in the morning to see uh, yeah. uh, uh, Hobson. So, um, great. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Wingfield and Doctor Lambert, you can you probably want some sleep. Yeah, I need some uh, sleep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, both of you lose one willpower um, because <laughs> both of you uh, awaken after you fall asleep, um, and you're standing under the night sky in the chill desert mountains. Um, Sorry, a coyote howls. Uh, oh. You turn and you see a large coyote, as large as a wolf, staring down from a nearby boulder. The coyote toss turns its head, uh, turns away, and um, sort of waits for you to follow. Uh, are we still in our pajamas? Or yes, you, you are, each of you are alone. This is obviously a dream. I'm going to follow the coyote. <sighs> um, yeah, I close my eyes. Basically, from you look and you can gun. see you. You recognize this general area. It's you're in the. The same air as this is the Gila Mountains. You, he lead the coyote leads you to a cave. The way winds down fissures in the mesas, the rock hills, until you arrive at a cave mouth from which a shallow stream runs. Um, both of you, uh, your nose is suddenly assaulted by the scent of blood. Uh, the stream runs red with it. The coyote starts to howl. As if it's mourning the loss of its uh, loved one. You, in the darkness, you you have the starlight you can see, but inside the cave it is pitch black. But you can just feel something stirring in there. Something hateful. Something hungry. Um, The wind picks up and the stench of death um, rushes at you. Um, And something begins to move in the shadows. You And... uh, you wake up. Both of you lose one sand. Um, <laughs> and you know where that cave is. It's a real cave. It is a real place in the real world. And there is something hungry in there. Yeah, both of you. By the way, um, <sighs> do either of you have the unnatural skill? Uh, no. Okay. I have a cult. <laughs> Well, not the same. Um, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, about at the same time, uh, it is Dawn, uh, Agent uh, Sabolski, your first one in the office. Uh, yeah. Aside from Hobson, who looks like he hasn't slept much or at all. Cool. Yeah. Good to be on it's... the same wavelength. <laughs> Agent Sabolski, I was about to call you. Yeah, good. Uh, can we? We need some uh, private chat time here. Ah, uh, yeah, closed door. You have not destroyed any evidence, have you, Agent Sabolski? Uh, 
No. Okay. And you are not going to destroy any evidence, and you are going to make a determined effort to bring any culprits in alive. Yes. Or suspects. Good. Uh, it has come to my attention that this case has national security implications. And is uh, this connected to perhaps uh, the doctor mentioned what appeared to be some sort of military asset, possibly military intelligence sniffing around our case? I am not. I do not know what you're talking about. And if okay, I even if you. I did, I would not be at liberty to discuss that. Certainly. But you are. If uh, someone identifies themselves as Air Force Intelligence, you were to cooperate um, and turn over all evidence to them. I assume we're <laughs> were we to be contacted, we're just waiting for that. There wouldn't be any way to accelerate that. I'm not at liberty to discuss that. Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to add, Agent? No, just wanted to. I mean, unless you want a granular rundown of why, but you seem to already there. Believe there is a certain gravity to this situation. There is a very much a gravity to the situation, and it is imperative you do not destroy any evidence. I I'm gonna run humans on okay. on Hobson here. <laughs> oh, I am just whiffing. Just I've been up too long. Regular mm-hmm. failure. I I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And that includes um, remains. Uh, if you have to use forced to bring a suspect in. Um, we do not want the body unnecessarily damaged. Okay. Well, okay. I'm glad we had this talk. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just drive back down. Mm-hmm. Keep working the case then. Okay. Meanwhile, Wingfield, um, what are you doing after you wake up? Uh, so yeah, I'm just kind of waking up a cold sweat for that. Um, looking over is uh, a dr lambert up to or, or uh, i think dr lambert would have a separate room okay like, so yeah we're probably at so trivial but yeah. um although the first thing i actually do before i do it is i uh i have colorado's number or we mm-hmm. have those so i'll actually call him first uh hello yes uh hi uh the colorado Agent sorry this field yes yes i'm so sorry to bother you um I, I didn't know who else to talk to about this one, but uh, start descri- basically we'll describe the Gream in one part in, in, in David Hale, starting with like, you know, the issue with the coyote that left us the omen lizard the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just sat there like dreaming about this right now and describe the cave in detail. Does that sound like I'm just getting the feeling this is a place that I've seen here that I know, even though I don't know the area. Do you know that cave? How? Uh, yesterday I sent uh, that's where that's the sake we, we, we in English it, it's the sacred cave it's where the medicine go medicine men go um, what I sent one of the apprentices <laughs> over to fetch them uh, to bring them back to answer your questions um, he has not returned I don't think he's going to return look I, I know this is going to sound very off but um Garrett will believe whatever story you come up with. <sighs> but I can't tell him that. You no, no, and I don't expect you to in this case, but I, if we could get at least your cooperation on this. because We're you... bringing everyone. 
Okay. Um, let me get my partners here first, yes. just before we do that. Um, could you meet us at our hotel so we could cooperate? We no, can you come to them? the station. Bring your guns. Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, you start. don't need a human check. This guy, the Colorado's, is ready to kill. Like, yeah. Um, this guy is whoever's in that cave is not going to come out alive. If yeah. Colorado has anything to say about it. Exactly. So yeah, I'm just immediately going to Lambert's room. Like, <laughs> yeah, Lambert, how are you handling with it? By the way, uh, you know, um, some 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 crazy dreams. Uh, but uh, yeah, knowing that there's an actual location, of course, the the first instinct is uh. Is well, the the first thing that I would like to do is when I when I hear the door knocking, uh, is is to answer it, uh, because I need to tell Wingfield about this dream because I have no reason to suspect that both mm-hmm. of us would have had the same dream. Um, I'm the one who's been dealing with the bodies, so of course, like I'm a little just slightly paranoid uh, about you know any potential parasites. Um, so not not doing great. Not not doing uh, great, but I'm trying to keep it together. So, okay. um, <laughs> but I answer the door, uh, and I just I look at Wingfield. Uh, morning, uh, morning. Uh, this is going to sound incredibly odd too, but I just got off the phone after calling Colorado's because I had an incredibly weird dream that was in relating to kind of the coyote situation with the cave. Both of you roll sand for helplessness. Yeah, <laughs> yay. 96. Who oh boy. That's one for helplessness. 32. Yeah. Shared dreaming is fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's completely You're, normal. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dr. Lambert, you get the sensation of being a puppet on strings. Yeah. Um, he is I incredibly shaken stop. by this. He's wanting us with our weapons yeah. out there now. Yeah, one point of saying it's not fun. It's yeah, it is uh, bad. Um I'm going to give a call over to, I, I mean, actually at this point, oh, we have the pagers, so we, you can call right now since we probably don't have, you know, block motor rules at this point. So, um, uh, but yeah, I, I'll go ahead and uh, give uh, Torian a, a, a page right now so he can give us a call and keep him in on the loop right now. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go up there just to see because I think they're they're already getting ready to head in there, so we just need to make an excuse. Mm-hmm. What else is going through there? Uh, I don't know if you want to try to get yours, or I, I don't expect you to go into a firefight either. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, guns are not my no my um, strong suit. So, do you think you can get a hold of your uh, your Air Force guy, or do you feel comfortable going into that situation on your own? Or As, how do you expect me to get a hold of him? He didn't give me any way to contact him. I mean, he seems he like just it kind of was there at the hospital, but I have a feeling that he'll find me if he needs to find me. Kind of figured if you make yourself more known on that, that might be the case. You'd wander around the hospital or someplace, but that's uh, in any case. Um, yeah. So I'll go ahead and head that way too. Um, I'll contact, uh, uh, Tarion on the way right now. And, uh, yeah. So, so Bolsker, <laughs> what are you telling them, uh, about your meeting with Hobson? Uh, all three of you meet up at the the station because that's okay. that's where all the guns are, and that's where yeah. all the loaded. Well, apparently, yeah, uh, are. if we are contacted again by Air Force intelligence, for example, we're uh, supposed to give them whatever we got, and also we got a. <laughs> well, apparently, the we need to try and obviously take any suspects alive. I say, uh, <laughs> looking 
I don't know. I don't know. Well, looking about how I sound when I say that. But apparently we need to keep all scraps of evidence, uh, I'm going to assume, contained, uh, including bodies. We need to just make sure those are locked up tight so that we can hopefully give them to people who are more aware, or at least people who aren't us, and we'll take them for whatever Area 51 shit. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Oh, so you... and, and. so dreams, same dreams. Is this is this is what we're starting the day with on your guys' end? Yeah, yeah, that, that okay. was, that's the case. So, so okay. um, yeah, all three of you realize uh, uh, Colorado's is just going to call in a posse and he's going to go to the cave. Uh, yeah, I don't but think Garrett, we can stop it, that ball rolling. No, you can't. But like Garrett is going to be real confused uh, mm-hmm. unless you can like explain it in terms he'll understand. And I had a dream, and Coyote showed me. No, it's not got, a good reason to do that. Yeah, yeah, they got they're they're putting a posse together because there's like missing medicine men, and it's something that they're going to take seriously, obviously. So they're putting a lot of their resources on that, considering the disappearances in the area. This is all perfectly uh, normal. Well, Garrett doesn't we, take that seriously. Oh, they're just high on that peyote. Well, they, he, uh, that's what I'm saying. No, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. I'm leaning on that because okay. it's like yeah. it's important to them. But mm-hmm. like you don't need to put resources mm-hmm. and eyes on this. Like okay. this is you don't a, want a extra tribe. troops yeah. or to surround the area or anything like that. Well, we. I mean, if you can spare a few for a wider cordon, that would be good. Because okay. if it if it does happen to be connected to the ongoing case, then obviously that would put your name on the collar, and you don't want that. Well, precise. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and not for nothing, it, you know, it helps relations, right? Because you're taking them seriously. So you just uh, mm-hmm. help establish a perimeter, things like that. Exactly. So uh, that is a regular success. Okay. Yeah. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll send in some of his boys. Yeah. In fact, he's going to go to, he's curious. Oh. Um, he wants to, to make sure that his presence is known. Um, mm-hmm. But that's good. Like that means everybody's on the same page. There's not going to be any snafus, and you're going to be able to have as much manpower as possible. It's a big desert. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's you know make sure to check in regularly. Um, yeah, uh, people are taking it pretty seriously, and uh, yeah, I mean the the Colorado's wants to go now, uh, unless you can, unless you want to persuade him to do otherwise, but. Um, the sacred cave is east of San Carlos um, and uh, west of the little uh, road there. So between San Carlos and the little road. Uh, I got, I mean, the only other thing in the air that I wish we could get a hand on would be our Air Force friend. But uh, I'm sure they'll show up when they feel like it. So I got, I got. Oh, here's no a little map showing you where the sacred cave is. I got no reason not to go if, if you if y'all are. Ready to roll? Uh, I mean, Doc, are uh, you yeah. going to be on out of character? Or all of you should go. It's a, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Get to the cave, Doc. Yeah, we should split up. Look, <laughs> I've I've had some decent dice rolls, which means they won't be from here on out. Also, like, you'll have medical you know. supplies. If someone gets shot, yeah. you'll be. The, oh, oh yeah, that's... you. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I guess I could do I that too, huh? Yeah, the thing I'm here for. Or they can excise the possessed tapeworm. Let's not talk about. I'm not thinking about that today. You uh, you go out um, and uh, in force and uh, Garrett in Colorado's are the ones calling the shot because you know they're the ones that they're that they'll listen to that the the, the yeah. 
I let that Colorado's know that we state troopers suggested to Garrett that it's a tribal matter and we're just keeping an eye on it. Mm-hmm. And that's as much as Garrett knows. Um, so it takes you a few hours to organize that and they, they do surround it. Um, and it is, but you know, it's a big area. It's the fucking desert. Uh, none of you have military science, do you? Mm-hmm. Um, you can roll uh, criminology at like negative 20 for, okay. this is more of a tactical thing than yeah, like fair crime problems. It's definitely a military yep. science. Thing. Oof. Uh, that would've been nice if I had the higher roll, but no, that fails. Yeah. Regular failure. Yeah. So no one made it. Okay. Nope. Yeah. This is, this is not like, um, you're not used to desert environments. You're not used to doing a manhunt or trying to capture someone, uh, in, in this kind of thing. So yeah, all I, know is, I don't know. Yeah. Treat it like a grid search. Everyone in charge of their area, except you're not. Moving. So they circle around the cave and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, move in, tighten it on, on the cave. Um, and, uh, Garrett is, uh, looks at the, yeah. So Garrett looks at the three of you as well. The Colorado's is like, well, we're, uh, uh I'm going to call out to them, uh, see if the medicine men are there. Um, if they, I'm going to do it from cover. And if they don't answer back, I know them, uh, then we know something's wrong. So there were three medicine men in there plus the apprentice four. Um, one of them, they're not all, if they're, if none of them answer, call, answer me back, then we know something's wrong. Hmm. Uh, cause if one of them was sick or injured from something that one that they would have gone for help, or they'd answer, there's no way all four of them would be unable to answer unless there was something wrong. Uh, okay. So Colorado's can I actually, mm-hmm. can I try and separate Colorado's away from Garrett? Cause I, I really don't want to have this conversation in front of Garrett. Sure. Okay. There is, there is a chance that uh, even if they answer, there might be something wrong with them. Roll persuade. <sighs> no, I missed that. Okay. He's like, I know them. I will be able to tell. Okay. Okay. But yeah. you're, you know them. Roll so sand for helplessness. They, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> Nope. Failure. It's one. You mm. can't. You can't change his mind. He's gonna do it. Okay. You don't have the authority to stop him. So. Yeah. Okay. He yells out. Um, and he calls for them. And uh, Balmer, William, David. There's nothing. Motions for um. Then he gives a bad. You know something's wrong. So. Uh, the, he's out there in front and, um, one of the, uh, let's see, one of the state troopers is sort of positioned at the side to, uh, go in first. Yeah. I'll position on the other side to kind of, with my nine mil. So, okay. You can get rifles too. Like they, they have rifles or shotguns. Oh yeah. I'm I'm getting a rifle then. All of you have bulletproof vests. That's standard. Yeah. If they have a rifle, then I'll I'll take that too. So, um, yeah, you can have a rifle, uh, anything. Um, you can have a bolt action or a semi. Yeah, how much you want? No problem. We're not in danger at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so these are civilian rifles. So yeah, it does one d twelve damage. Um, plenty ammo. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, the state trooper goes in, and uh, there is a gunshot, and his head is blown clear off. All of your rolls stand for violence. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, oh. 29. I make that. <laughs> and Garrett does not. Um, and Garrett does not like seeing one of his guys fall. And he immediately, open fire, open fire. Uh, and there is a lot of suppressing fire at the cave, uh, directed towards the cave mouth uh, for about 10 seconds. But no one's in a good position. Yeah. Uh, so um, there, there is silence. Um, after that, the, right. the gun smoke clears, uh, one dead deputy as it reaches noon, it's very hot. Uh, the sun is directly overhead. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, Garrett is panicking. He doesn't know what to do. Uh, he is directing people like, where's our gas? Where's get God? What do you mean? It's back at the cars. Go fucking get it. Um, they don't have any tear gas, um, or flashbangs. Um, so they have to go get them. Don't worry, you can't get out of there, right? In Colorado's, I don't know. He is a cave is a cave is a cave, so I'm going to go with uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because hmm. is it a cave or is it a cave system? Like, there's a... Yeah, is there another uh, entrance? Uh, do any of you... None of you have geology, I imagine. Oh, or... I, I have an unassigned t- science, uh, 20 points. I could say Geologist. geology. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Geology yeah, we'll, for the we'll win again, which is our PPR motto. Uh-huh. This will be extremely funny if I can. Nah, 59. I don't know. Shit. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, you uh, wait. I mean, it. it's. Uh, I mean, I'm not going in. Yeah. It's <laughs> not first. Um, It'll take them like half an hour to hump out to the car and back with like a tear gas launcher. Right. Well, I mean. I have a really bad idea. I do have 20% in anthropology. Could I possibly do that for looking at, uh, <laughs> it's like, I, I just, yeah, I'm listening. What, what, yeah. Basically uh, just for it's like knowledge of, you know, potentially, uh, you know, native, uh, uh, like, uh, yeah. Okay. First nations. Yeah. Willings or whatnot. So, <laughs> uh, sure. Go ahead and roll. That's yeah. Grasping at straws here, but what? Well, yeah. yeah no, you really Sacred cave being a dead end. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, my, uh... Actually, there would be my, useful information if you made it, but yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh, my, uh, freshman year course and that did not help us at all, so... Yeah, uh, goddamn enough. general education. Yeah, yep, you're just waiting. Um, <laughs> what are you gonna do? You can wait I'm for the wait. tear gas launcher. All right, yeah. I'm not wait. going... They clearly have rifles, or I'm not fucking getting my head shot off. Okay. The tear gas... The guy with the tear gas comes back, panning. They launch into your, they, they has gas masks, um, and they, they fill that cave the fuck up with tear gas, uh, and then they rush it. They, after a few minutes, uh, they, the guy comes out gagging. Uh, he pukes, but they yells out, all clear! There's some bodies in here! Do we see any weapons? Uh, I mean, you're outside the cave, you just saw the guys come out. Yeah, like, yeah, like, some deputies, uh, uh, uh some state troopers... And some tribal police went in. Um, no, I mean, I'm asking. Our... I'm asking the guy who came out. Like, were there weapons by the bodies? Is it? No, no weapons. So okay, so we have someone with a rifle still unaccounted for. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. They start looking. Um, uh, they start canvassing the area. They start doing a manhunt. Uh, but whoever it was, uh, they there was a way out. Do you, do you want to search the cave? Or you want to join the manhunt? 
Uh, well, uh, I'm I'm going to take a look at the bodies. Uh, yeah, because we need to find out who's missing. Uh, yeah, from the bodies first. Thing. All right, you find the three medicine men and the apprentice. Two of them are little more than knife marked bones. Uh, they have mm. been stripped of all flesh. The third, Palmer Valor, is drained of blood and partially devoured. Um, and so is the apprentice who was sent yesterday. Uh, in order to uh, fetch them, stripped uh, of all flesh. No, the uh, Palmer and the apprentice. no, no. I mean, I'm sorry. I was yeah. talking about the other. The others, you were just bones, like with knife marks on them, like heavily so cannibalized. So the okay. okay. Uh, um, are there the, the blood uh, is extracted the same way as with the uh, the family and the sheep with the needle marks, p- trademark needle holes. Um. Let's see here. Three men were killed and eaten over a period of about uh, three weeks. Um, you can uh, give me a forensics check. 39 under 60. Yes, under 60. You get fingerprints. Uh, bloody fingerprints. Okay. Fingerprints. Mm-hmm. I'm still leaning in the direction of uh, rope is certain. There's a couple other things. Uh, yeah, search the case. Yeah, make a search check, both of yeah. you. Yeah. Or all of you. Yeah, yep. everyone yep. is going to there. There's one thing that you see automatically, and then there is. Nope. I critically fail. This is oh, this no. completely sideways. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, unfortunately, regular failure. Did you make it? Uh... No, I did not. I got a 90. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, the thing that all of you see um, that is partially uh, destroyed because of the tear gas grenades. Uh, there is a sand painting, um, but you can mostly make it out. Um, it is a sand painting of a man, a handsome man in a dark suit. It's, like a modern suit? Yes. Like, a, uh, hmm. Is Colorado's like around and cogent enough to talk to? Yeah. Is this painting, is this recent or is this old? It's recent. Okay. It was made with sand. Like it's like yeah. a. It is, um, yeah, unexplainable. Uh, it is hard to understand. Um, but all of you can give me alertness checks. Oh, no, I critically fail that. I critically succeed, 55. And I just regular fail that. You notice one of the state troopers who you never, you only saw him today for the first time. He is uh, trying to grab a weird rock. It, uh, and you critically succeeded, Agent Sabulski. So you, you, yep. uh, it looks like an irregular rock about 30 centimeters across. Um, but you notice it is the guy is hefting it up, uh, far more easily than he should. And, uh, hey, what you, you got there? He said, Oh, it's nothing. I'm just moving aside. Uh, when you grab it, it feels like plastic, like a, like a prop. Yeah. And you critically succeed. So, um, you you uh, uh uh you actually fumble it a bit when you grab it from him. You drop you drop it on the floor on top of another rock, um, and when you pick it up, it is not scratched. The rock did not scratch the rock. It is on this this weird rock was not scratched when it was dropped on another rock. Which, um, given what even with your base geology training, you know it should have been scratched by it. Um, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. The it is. An odd, odd rock. How big is it? 
uh, 30 centimeters across, uh, which put everything in metric. I don't know what that is in inches. <laughs> uh, 11 inches, a little under a foot. Okay. Uh, and it weighs, it weighs like almost nothing. It weighs like a pound. I'm going to bag this, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other noticeably strange rocks or materials around? Um, but that's when the, when you, as you're making a note of it, collar, like the tribal police say like, oh no, it's theirs. Uh, the tribal police, oh, it's our, this is our crime scene. We'll, we'll process this. Okay. I take a picture of it and hand it mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it takes you some time to do that, but, um, yeah, the, it'll take you time to send the fingerprints out and, uh, have them analyze to see who it is if it's on the if it's in the fbi database obviously you'll make this a high priority thing um but yeah there's the sand painting the the uh the weird rock and then the bodies um uh none of them have abdominal wounds in them uh aside from uh you know cannibalism uh but uh yeah that's like you know it takes you hours to do this so uh by the time you're you're done the the sun is getting ready to set um, to take it back, the tribal police have uh, are processing the crime scene. Uh, they continue the manhunt. Um, they do not find whoever the shooter was. Um, there's a dead state trooper now. Um, Garrett is furious and and uh, focusing on calling in more people from around the state in order to do a bigger manhunt. Um, and um, yeah, what are the three of you going to be doing, uh, Doctor Lambert? <sighs> Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm a little lost. Um, oh yeah, you do find vents in the cave. The, whoever the killer was, they they climbed through vents um, that yeah. led to a gully that allowed them to escape. Mm-hmm. Vents mm-hmm. Oh, you in know, a cave. Caves mm-hmm. <sighs> if you made okay. your anthropology check, it's like caves used by Natural. these would have. They would choose <laughs> caves with vents so they could have fires in the cave without suffocating. So yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm still wondering, uh, like, where the, if we're the most likely current vector, at least in terms of names that we have, are either the wife or I would really like to, to talk to John Rope. Uh, yeah, you can talk to him. He's, you, yeah. can, you can go to his house. He's, he's the neighbor. Yeah, he's the, the only day, person so, yeah. who ought to be somewhere. Uh, everyone yeah. else is. Well, I mean, the um, yeah, you him. find him. Yeah, you you talk to him. He's an old man, um, you know, Apache, um, another sheep farmer or rancher, and um, he's happy to answer your questions. He tells you the same story that he told Colorado's that hmm. something was taking the sheep. It wasn't coyotes because you know you know you you identify coyotes by how they act, and this mm-hmm. was not like you know by the signs they leave behind. This was not. Can, um, can I ask a strange question, Mister Rope? Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to lift your shirt so I can see if you have any recent, like, damage to your torso that you haven't been aware of? Yeah, he complies. He has nothing to hide. Right. He does not have any wounds. Okay, that's good. Uh, just, there's been strange bits of drugging and damage connected with this case. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't uh, a, a more direct victim and weren't aware of it. Good. <sighs> okay. Uh, well, thank you very much, Mr. Rope. Obviously, if you, if you, uh, let me give you my pager number. If you, if there's any other strange activity on your property in the near future, uh, we're looking very closely. We don't want anyone else 
be hurt by these circumstances. Human or animal, obviously. Uh, so here you go. Uh, you take take care. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. at the very least, if it's based on the weird wound thing that the doctor found, rope seems fine. Yeah. You continue working the case because that's all you can do at this point. But yeah, you don't have any leads right now. Nope. Um, so you have to eventually stop and get dinner and and rest. And after after that, um, you you eventually there. What else is there to do but to go to sleep? Yeah, why not? That's when all three of you wake up uh, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Uh, coyotes howling. A lot of them mm. outside. Oh, wait, we're uh, not. Are we alone again or are we together? No, this is at the hotel. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm talking about in the dreams. Oh, oh okay. no, you're awake. Like, this is, oh. you wake up, like, coyotes are outside howling. Uh, if you, I peer outside uh, the door, uh, how can, can I see any coyotes outside? You're not, you, you actually do see coyote. Hmm. One coyote is watching you. It is not howling. You do not see the howling coyotes, but there is one. At the far end of the parking lot, under a spot, uh, under a streetlight, it seems to be looking right at you. <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. It looks uh, in a very specific direction, and then uh, walks into the shadows. What direction does it look? Give me intelligence times five. That is a fifty-nine under eighty. <laughs> that was the police headquarters. I think oh. we should go now. All right, are you? Yeah, I'm getting. Yeah, uh, I guess yeah, I'm is... gonna go grab my grab my jacket. All of you pile into on one of the same car. You you grab your guns. I imagine mm-hmm. bulletproof yeah. vests. Um, yeah. you were first on the scene. The door oh. is open. Oh shit! Well, what are you gonna do? Is is there any other activity, or is it just the door is open and it is quiet? It is quiet and the door is open. Okay. Mm. All right. Who is going? What are you doing? Doc, do you have um, a weapon? Uh, yes. I, uh, yeah, it's not, not great <laughs> and I'm not great with them, but yes. Um, okay, well. You get plus 20% we in, if you're at close range. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but before, before we go in, um, I just, I just would like to take a quick, like, run around the station and just make sure that, like, there aren't any extra doors that may be open somewhere else. Um, uh, give me an alertness check. Ooh, 79. No. Okay. Yeah, looks fine. Okay. All right. Uh, well, great. You great. can hear sirens in the distance. Um, Wait, is there anything, is there any chatter on the radio? Uh, as you turn on the radio and listen, you start hearing callers reported. Who's at the station? Someone answer me. God damn it. Uh, this, I'm gonna get on the horn. Uh, mm-hmm. This is this is Agent Sabolski just arrived on scene. What's the situation? They they aren't answering. Uh, there's 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 three officers in there. Are you are you with are you at the inside? What's going on? Just arrived they, on they, scene. We're we're about. You're about outside to, the building. You could just walk in right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, we're gonna investigate. Uh, get okay. on scene as soon as possible. Over. I'll be there in three. Well, mm-hmm. we don't have three apparently, so I guess I'm taking yeah. point. You guys have okay. been uh, backing me up. Are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm right. I'm right back here. So, uh, no, I'm. I'm gonna go a little. Well, actually, wait. Do I have stealth? You can go no, fast with athletics. Stealth. Okay, yeah. You can just go. Yeah. You can just walk. I'm in. just going. Yeah. Okay, let's just give go, me. So. Uh, yeah, you, you give me alertness. All right. 
87. Uh, this is not my scene. I'm not I'm not here for this uh this active uh, shit. 64 <laughs> uh, success. Uh 10 under 50 success. Give me a sand check hmm. for violence. Oh god. Critical failure. Okay. Uh uh succeed. That is 4. Uh actually uh no, it's 6. Um mm-hmm. it is 6 so for I... critical failure. Oh, uh, did you fail? No, I succeeded. All right, it's one if you uh, are adapted to violence or you make it. You see one of the tribal police officers um, staring in front of you at his desk. Um, His hands are handcuffed to the desk. um, And his, the the face of his, his, the skin, the flesh of his uh, head has been flensed away. Mm. Uh, Naked eyes stare from red grinning skulls. And, uh, you look, um, and there are two other, uh, officers in the similar condition, handcuffed, the, the, the flesh just removed from their heads. And, uh, you, uh, it doesn't take you notice to notice one thing that is not here. Mm-hmm. The rock. Shouldn't um, have let them take it. The... Um, no weapon, no firearm. None of them have gunshot wounds. Uh, none of them drew their weapons. Um, there are no spent bullets. There are no bullet holes. Um, there's no sign of a struggle. Um, yeah. Colorado's is, is in shock when he sees it. Uh, he starts talking about they, he, Johnny, he was, he was a nom. He saw combat. They, they, they were all, none of them would have uh, hesitated. They were all I would have trusted any of them with my life with my life. Um, yeah, he is absolutely devastated. He is in shock. He is staggering a response and organizing a man of door to door, like kick the door, like go to door to everywhere in San Carlos. It is. Are there, uh, yeah. are there cameras in here? Uh, the camera system has been, uh, is gone. Hmm. Sure. Like, of course it is. <laughs> Um, you actually do find it in the dumpster. Uh, someone poured bleach all over it. Yeah, it has been expertly dismantled or sabotaged. It is. It is uh, someone who knew what they were doing and did it in. Yeah. Um, Great. It. It. Uh, you phones start ringing. Or phones have been ringing, by the way. Uh, or phones start, starts to ring um, at the police station. People call into the station for for Colorado's absent lines. Like, no, I don't care about the goddamn coyotes. Fucking everyone what, was calling. Was that? Wait, coyotes where? What coyotes? Everyone was. We got. That's what I was calling about. We were getting so many complaints about coyotes. Where? How? Everywhere in town. Everywhere that's, at the same time. Yo, oh, okay. He, Co- he just Colorado, slumps. He just slumps down. That's that's, mm-hmm. that's that's why we're here. There was a coyote outside our 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 mm. hotel, and and it looked. Towards the station. That's why we came here. It's raising the alarm. You're getting a page from the FBI. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna grab a well, uh, the FBI, like their their uh, uh, fingerprint division. Oh, good. Grabbing the grabbing a uh, grabbing the phone. I'm just gonna find a phone that's not ringing. Uh, open a line and call that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go for yeah. Me. A, a very. Yeah. Th- I was told this is top priority. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh. They belong to Master Sergeant Emmanuel Santana. Age forty eight, uh, Apache. Uh, uh, he deserted special forces in nineteen seventy one 
while uh, on leave to attend his mother's funeral. Mm. Um, contact Phoenix. What the hell is this? Contact U.S. Army Criminal Investigative U.S. Marshal Service. Contact FBI. Contact C. Oh my God! What the? F- uh, yeah. 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 This guy, special force. Oh shit! Damn, this is a. Oh god. Um, I okay. need to make a lot of calls. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, we'll fax you his photo, last known photo. Great. Uh, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Colorados. Yeah. You uh, you you with me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got a name. Uh, I got a Santana Emmanuel. Uh, deserted special forces. Is this anyone on your personal radar? Do you have files what? I can search? I, yes, I know. Manuel is a good man. He he's been here for decades. He got okay. This is this is what I was talking about at the cave. People are <sighs> he was a hermit by something. He occasionally helped people who got lost out in the desert, but he stayed to himself. He didn't want to be in civilization okay. no more. Do we know whereabouts he would normally stay? Because his fingerprints no. were at the scene in the cave. Just the mountains. He lived in the mountains. He he just lived like in the old ways. Oh, good. He was trained by the army to be a killer, and when he came back, he didn't like it. Okay. Well, we're going to get... Uh, I think that he's our... At this point, it becomes a federal case. They uh, Santana, or uh, Colorado's, tells you, you know, the FBI can have jurisdiction. And yeah. Garrett is also in shock. Uh, but this is going to become... All of you don't need to make checks now. This is going to become, like, a statewide manhunt for this guy. Like... Yeah. You have a person um, with, you know, uh, the skills to do this kind of thing <laughs> and uh, no known address. And uh, they are going to be bringing in hundreds of people. So, um, in other words, the perfect kind of person to uh, do the kind of killing that has been mm-hmm. going on. Oh, good. Yeah. Nope. And now. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, just a, a important question. Um, the, the so there were three people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, were they the only three that were working? So the fourth yes. person. Okay. So we. So the suspect then, or the 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 thought then, right now, is that Santana was the fourth person. Mm-hmm. Come back to retrieve the rock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It. And he got it. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you can all um think about what kind of plan you want to do. Yeah, the manhunt is a big thing. So a couple things happen. Uh, one, the FBI gets jurisdiction of the case. Uh, and two, special agent char- uh, in uh, charge, uh, your boss, i.e. Agent Hobson, mm-hmm. uh, calls, uh, uh, shows up uh, in person, drives down from Phoenix, uh, and says, uh, nominally, I'm in charge, but I am... Dele- the thing about leadership is that you have to delegate. Um, I am going to delegate this to you three. Um, as the people in charge of this manhunt and uh, bringing Santana in. And as we discussed previously, it is imperative to bring Santana in alive. Um, but uh, if that is not possible... Um, Attempt to maintain the integrity of any bodies generated? Yes. Um, Figured. It is. Uh, we must. Uh, evidence is important in a mm-hmm. complicated case like this. Um, I presume... And- Keeping the evidence extremely secure upon uh, discovery. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And you are, this is an important case. Uh, if you yeah. bring it in for us, it'll be very good for all of your career. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, 
But anything, no, where any evidence is now going to go to Air Force Intelligence. Have a liaison for that? Yeah. Or is contact that me, and I'll contact them. Um, okay. There, there will be. Um, there will be one person on site, an observer. Uh, they will not be your superior. They're they're there as a an observer, um, and that will be uh, uh, Captain Smith. Um, and he introduces no you shit. to the the doctor. We've uh, met. Yeah. Uh, he nods at all of you. Don't worry, I'm um, right now just uh, undercover as a, another FBI agent. So I will be here as part of the manhunt, uh, observing. Um, but I will not get in your. Just want to make sure yeah. important evidence related to national security is uh, kept. Okay, we, we all okay. Want, we're all here to serve our country, and protect the people. What this is mm-hmm. about. Um, so yeah, that is. Uh, so before, uh, after you do that though, um, so you, you have that meeting in the morning and then as you, let's see here. Yeah. Agent, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Lambert, uh, Lambert. Yeah. Um, as you're, as you're leaving, um, uh, a payphone rings near you. Um, and you notice a hot cup of coffee on top of it. I go over and answer the payphone. Uh, there's a woman on the other end of the line. Uh, she says, uh, I hope you like the news clippings I, I sent. Um, look, uh, I have some more helpful hints, too. Uh, in case you hadn't noticed, uh, those spooks, the dark suits, they're, they're not your friends. They're only after that fake rock. And if you're in their way, those badges aren't going to protect you or the locals. Let them have it. What you're after came inside the rock. Don't let it get away. Okay? Then that hangs up. Okay. Uh. And, um, yeah. So, before we go, um, how are you organizing a massive manhunt? I assume by rolling bureaucracy. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I will say Agree you, don't, that. you don't have to make skill checks at this point. Like, um, because in could... real life, I am out of my depth. <laughs> well, I guess the main thing is what they, the, the techniques you don't need to do, worry about them, the, the, the surface level stuff. The main thing is you need to tell the people like what you know about the suspect and what they should be aware of and how you think the suspect is traveling and like um, how certain you are of it. So if you think there's like two possible ways, you would divert 50% of your resources to approach, you know, escape path A and escape path B, right? You have to mm-hmm. catch this guy. How do you think right. he's traveling? Where do you think he's traveling? Uh, and what kind of things should the, the people searching for him be aware of? So, um, yeah. Well. Obviously, I mean, you can't really tell them what you think is the truth because you yeah. don't have any evidence. No. Uh, like, <laughs> but I mean. Got- uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm assuming he's armed and dangerous based on the rifle shot to the head mm-hmm. and the fact that we didn't find a rifle in uh the cave mm-hmm. um likely traveling on foot uh okay i'm That's i'm good. assuming uh yeah <laughs> great that 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 allows them to focus on yeah the, not the roads uh i mean they'll they'll put up checkpoints and stuff well they don't need to put up checkpoints if he's not in, in not on the road they we, don't want need to waste resources setting up checkpoints did we end up getting yeah. the the recent ish image from the uh fingerprint mm-hmm. office yeah, well, twenty years ago, like yeah, was, so yeah. at least on there. But I mean, Colorados could describe him. He is a very tall, strong man, uh, Apache. Um, mm-hmm. 
long hair. Um, basically, uh, from what Colorado's tells you, the guy was trained to be to go behind yep. enemy lines and murder as many Viet Cong as possible. Yeah, do not attempt to apprehend. Uh, yeah, just identify and relay. Ordinary backup. Just a U.S. government trained uh, one man mm-hmm, killing mm-hmm. machine. You know, um, yep. and yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado's believes he brought some souvenirs back from Vietnam, but he's not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like certainly, he would have some guns uh, mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the big, yeah, uh, so yeah, uh, you tell him to go on foot and, uh, you know that he was at this police station at this time. He, and if he's on foot, he can only go so far. So, uh, I would also put out a general warning too, for getting anybody and everybody off the hiking trails. So, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Make sure that Um, there's no one else. They, they send out people. uh, All the tourists that campers and hikers that are out Mm -hmm. there. Yeah. I mean, Um, if there weren't many. Yeah, because of the De- Devil's Highway had mm. scared people away from the area, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, but yes, but like extreme climbers or people that would probably be out here, so yeah, just get them out. Yeah, they're already. Yeah, I mean, the, most of them don't come during the hottest time of the year anyway. So yeah, uh, this is you're you're now in like August. It's now like August first, I think. So um, it is incredibly hot during the day. Uh, so uh, yeah. Uh, that's where we'll begin as you all are uh, going on there. Um, the, the first reports is that, man, the coyotes are weird. Um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of coyote tracks in the area, um, but not many coyote seen. Um, so yeah. Um, so good hunting, uh, as we begin, uh, the, the manhunt for, uh, a very normal serial killer, uh, Mm -hmm. who's definitely Mm -hmm. not unnatural in any way so uh Mm-mm. all right that begins He's cool yeah that ends the first part of puppet shows and shadow plays uh nice. thank you and again big thanks to uh v uh and check out queen's court games and uh we'll talk to you all later uh bye bye, bye. bye. bye.